Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottom, the boom, shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. We like to call this whole Wasted Wednesday, man. Uh, raising a couple of glasses, having a couple of tasty beverages, and obviously getting, uh, you know, throwing down with some sports and some good times, man. And I tell you what, man, Shannon and I went out last night for the tip-off of the college basketball season, and I, I cannot believe that Buffalo Wild Wings, it's a sports bar, right? It's a sports bar, dude. We're at B-Dubs, we've ordered our wings, we've ordered our beers, and we're like, uh, can y'all change the this, you know, couple of TVs to the, you know, Duke-Kentucky game? And our server, she was sweet, but she's like, uh, I don't think we have that on the satellite. I don't know. She was giving us some weird explanation about why they couldn't change it to that, and we're like, uh, it's on the big screen right over there. We just we just finished watching that game. It's that channel. Can you set the TVs to that channel? <laughs> and it, like it turned into this big to do. I'm like, come on, man, come on, man. So Buffalo Wild Wings, y'all came perilously close, dangerously close to rocking the fail horn for like arguably the biggest. I mean, come on, dude. That was clearly the biggest game of the night by far. Obviously, it, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't live up to. Well, on some levels, it lived up to the hype from a competitive standpoint. Sorry, Shannon. It didn't live up to the hype, but for like sheer wow factor of oh my lord, whoa! It certainly lived up to that. Um, but I can't believe they were like, uh, yeah, we're not quite sure where the, the channels are. Uh, uh, come on, man. We were getting. We were ready to pack that thing up and head to another watering hole. You know. I mean. <laughs> And we just got our wings. Then we would have had to box up our wings, chug our beers, and get the hell out of there. There's no way we could go out for the Duke-Kentucky game and not actually see the Duke-Kentucky game. There's no way. That would have been like epic, absolute, 100% complete fail buckets. Oh, it would have been how? <laughs> yes. Yes. For sure. Oh, don't tell me I don't have that queued up. Let me fix that That's for okay. you. That's okay. Normally, we don't play that out of the gate. So... My bad, sir. My bad. I would have gone Bill O'Reilly is where I was going to go with that. That's the one I had ready. But you know what? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? <laughs> Can't do that, man. You got to have that game queued up and ready, bro. I mean, not that I didn't want to see what was it, VCU, Gardner, Webb. I mean, or... <laughs> You know, UVA, Townsend. I mean, Florida, I, Florida State. Yeah, I mean, there were some other. I mean, there were other good games on, but there were a lot of cream puffs. There was there were a lot of cream puff matchups on the telly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you had to have, you had to have virtually every TV tuned to Kentucky Duke at that time of night. That's just the way that it was. Anyway, let's get everybody up in here, man. Uh, let's do it right. First and foremost, that's right. You heard him chit chattering away, old Twitter Terminator, Mister McGuffin, bro. Bro, I know a lot of people had some cream puff scheduled. I know that. But Duke flat out cream Kentucky. I we're mean, on to Southern Illinois. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel we're bad. We're on to Southern dude, Illinois. <laughs> dude, I feel bad for Southern Illinois, man. <laughs> they are gonna be some rage. They're gonna be some wildcat oh. basketball rage. They're gonna beat the, they're gonna beat the they're gonna beat the brakes off out of Southern Illinois, man. I mean they have to, right? You gotta I, when you get embarrassed like that, when you get embarrassed like that, and let's be fair. I mean, th- it's not like they only scored forty. You know what I mean? They scored eighty four points. Eighty four points, dude. And they still and got and they still close. got housed. And they still got housed. Ridiculous. That game was obscenely ridiculous. Obscenely ridiculous. I mean Zion and Bro. RJ Barrett and what's the other kid? Radish. I mean, they had yeah. eighty three combined. 
83 combined points. But Zion is ridiculous. The kid is Robert Tractor Trailer reincarnated. Did you see? I don't know if you follow Rex Chapman or not. I love this tweet from Rex. He said, um, Zion Williamson is Earl Campbell with a double order of Charles Barkley, a large side of Mario Lemieux, and a small Ricky Henderson to go. <laughs> that's fantastic like, I love like super rando he was on uh i think i don't remember if it was rich eisen or dan patrick but he was on you know he was on somebody today that's a funny dude that's an entertaining guy um yeah. but uh, you know obviously we used to talk a lot about football i mean we're i mean we're in the meat of football season um but my god every everybody everywhere i mean the, like main topic of conversation was like holy crap did you see that game Good yeah. God, how good can they be? Uh, I mean that that was an absolute out of the gate statement, and I know it, it's we you know what I mean. It's the first game, it's the first game. So you know what Coach K is going to do in the locker room? What he's going to be like, fellas, tell me your record, and they're going to be like one and zero. He goes, is that a national championship? Nope, nope. Okay, get back to work. Nope. Um, Cal Perry, quite frankly, will do the same thing. Oh yeah, it's one, it's one game, one game, zero and one. One game. Next. On to Southern Illinois, baby. Yep. <laughs> Watch that tape once, burn it, and move on. Yeah, no, burn that sucker. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that the worst loss ever? Not just at Kentucky, but like in Cal's entire coaching career, like collegiate I coaching think, career? I think so. I mean, that that's, that's a pretty wild thing. Now, granted, to be fair, watching that game, it almost looked like they uh, they didn't fully commit to playing defense. Uh, defense was optional. <laughs> what, yeah, that, so, that was um, a little ole. Yeah, yeah ole. Yeah, yeah. That, there was a lot of ole. You like that? Well, I like that. I don't know that Shannon liked that. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, look, uh, man. I tell you what. I tell. Let's get Mark in here too, because obviously we need to talk about this game uh, and just impressions and takeaways from it. Because I mean, that was just that was a ridiculous display of basketball and um you know i you don't know what a team ceiling is uh especially after one game but it's hard it's hard not to really on some level be taken a little bit aback by what that was and some of that's a really good thing if you like duke and some of it's a really bad thing if you're anybody that's got to play them you go what the hell are you gonna do you know i mean that, that was pretty ridiculous but you have to pump the brakes a notch it's one game and as great as it was it's the first game. If you play like that in the last game, kudos to you. Mm-hmm. Playing like that in the first game is awesome. But now you got to live. You, you got to live up to that. You know what I mean? Because you get you're gonna they're gonna have all the you know people's expectations are gonna be through the roof. And so there's a different kind of pressure that comes with that. That's a lot to live up to. So you have the weight of that. I mean, that's a young that's a young squad, dude. And you can talk about them, you know, blue chip this and highly rated that, and maybe it's a bunch of lottery picks, blah blah blah. You can talk about all that stuff, but we we've all seen plenty of highly touted teams that they get enough smoke blown up their rear end. You know, reading your own press clippings in any sport gets a little dangerous, and egos can get in the way. A lot of things can happen, and that's not even getting into health or injuries or other stuff. So it, it's it's too early to you know prognosticate. We'll see how they matriculate through the season, um, but that <laughs> that was a pretty damn incredible start. And I think somebody was talking about what did Kentucky beat the brakes out of Kansas? Was it twenty fourteen? Yeah, it was a few years ago. Yeah, they 
crushed them by like 30, I want to say. Yeah, I mean, that was the year they ended up losing to Wisconsin in the Final Four. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think they started out that season just taking somebody, like a really good team, to the woodshed. And they, what were they, 38-0? No, 38-0 no, going into the Final Four. Yeah, I mean, whew, pretty ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous. Anyway, let's go ahead and get Mark up in his field. I know he's like, come on, man, I got to talk about some dude basketball, baby. I got, you know, he looks like Gandalf the Brown with his, you know, turd hat up there. I'm not quite sure what to make of that, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, oh, Mark, 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 my man, oh, the one and only D-Stat, dude, dude. I was going to say, you're talking about, talking about ceilings. I mean, if you're Michael Beasley, you don't even know what a ceiling is, but, you know. Hey, isn't the ceiling the roof? Come on. <laughs> ceiling's the roof. Ceiling's the roof. Thanks, MJ. An all-time classic. You ready to hit your cue, bro? <laughs> yes, sir. All right, here you go, man. Three brew and fun. Woo! <laughs> Woo! I was kind of hoping. I don't know where you dig up all these random hats. You always have some fun gear. And you had a, you had a shark hat on earlier. And you know you know what I was going to drop on you if you left that damn thing on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. That's why maybe it was a, a tactical decision to, to, to get away from it. it. It doesn't matter. It's inescapable. It doesn't matter. It, it, do, it doesn't matter. But I like the shark hat. Yeah. And, and when you visit, in, or when we catch up in December or, you know, make it a December to remember, if you have that hat, you got to wear it around my kids, man. They're going to love it. Uh, I'd be happy to. But you know they're going to they're gonna want to do this song with you. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah, I'm down with that. You know that. D-Stat Shark. It, it's going to be on point, man. The D-Stat Shark. I'm telling you, man. I like it. Anyway. You're in? All right, good. Way to be way to be a good sport. Uh, okay, like, realistically, though, resetting back to this Duke-Kentucky game, obviously the expectations going into it, <laughs> I thought that was going to be a really good game, man. And I think most people did. I mean, to be fair, I mean, Shannon and I, I mean, we went out, we went out, and we don't go out as much as we used to, so the rally up for this game was like a really cool, I mean, it was nice, man, let's go out, have some beers, hang out, blah, 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 but dude, we saw some, there was a table of Kentucky fans, and I think after, I think it was Zion Williamson had that nasty bounce pass, <laughs> that oh yeah, they were like, nah, we're, we're out, we're done, <laughs> <laughs> we're done, y'all, that's it. That's all she wrote, man. Out, and they just kind of like you know slumped out of that out of beat ups. They were gone, bro. But I, I guess for both of you, and again, it's one game. Caveat: it's one game. But that was such a ridiculous display of that. I mean, that that felt like it's like somebody said like they're, they're like the collegiate warriors or something. You know what I mean? And it just that was like one of those games where you're like, holy crap. So I don't know how much of that is. Kentucky just got caught a little off guard. Maybe, you know, they obviously didn't defend that well. And there's, I'm sure there's reasons for that. But, I mean, my God, Duke, looked, they looked huge. They looked fast. And, uh, man, Z, man, Zion, bro, to be that big, to have those handles, to have those ups, to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's unbelievable. That, that was just, yeah. I mean, that was filthy, bro. And that's not even getting into Barrett and, and Reddish and, you know the, the rest of what that team is, uh, but I mean it, it was hard not, not just not to watch that and kind of on some level be a little bit in awe. And I, it sucked right. for Shannon, Mister Kentucky fan. It sucked for him. But at the same token, you have to be like, seriously, 
And I, oh, I yeah. you know, I'm gonna be a rare. It's gonna be a rare occasion where I, I feel bad for a Kentucky fan. I, I felt bad for Shannon. Yeah. I honestly, I thought about. I was like, man, dude. Uh, I know y'all. Y'all took the time to meet up and go out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the the betting line was was two points. Obviously, you you never know. I mean, that's that's always kind of dangerous. I I put a good bit of money on Duke just because I knew with their talent, I had faith. I, I certainly wouldn't pretend that I expected that. No, nobody did. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you know, I, I expected a, a probably competitive game, and I, I hope the Duke can pull it out by, you know, um, five, six points, something like that. that that's kind of what I probably expected. But, um, I mean, the flip side of what you're saying, that, that which is still true, of course, that, yeah, it's one game, and we can't go overboard. But at the same time, it's not like they did that to, you know, Southern Illinois or, no. you know. Um, UMBC. Or, Sorry, UVA. Yeah, I mean, that that's Kentucky team is – extremely skilled and yeah i i but we were talking about it briefly with me right before we started recording shannon myself i mean kentucky could have played their absolute best game they they still wouldn't have had a chance i mean that no, nobody was going to beat you know that duke team uh that nice and not playing and, that way no no now are they going to put up you know 118 every game of, of course not um but yeah, I mean I, that was just jaw dropping from start to finish. I, I kind of expected it, but sure enough, you know the next day, and, and these are the kind of comments that I knew kind of make us all scratch our heads. But you know the people start you know throwing around on the internet, oh that you know Duke team could uh could could beat the Cavs. No, they they wouldn't beat the Cavs second squad. They still they'd lose by thirty. It's just still such a I don't understand why people are obsessed with you know, taking the top notch collegiate teams and pretending that they could beat the worst, you know, pro teams. They can't they couldn't. I mean, we all know that. They 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 would lose the the Cavs, you know, backups by thirty. But um that doesn't mean that they aren't ridiculously skilled. And I mean that that's just I mean, as we're saying, I mean, every way, shape and form, um and and it's hard for me to pick my favorite, but I mean it's it's hard not to, you know, be kind of obsessed with with, with Zion. Um he, he just I, I don't know how you guard him. Uh, he, he's going to be a matchup nightmare for coaches all season long. Right. And you can't really afford to double team anybody no. because <laughs> no. there's so much other talent on the, on the court. I think you can, so. I, th- I think you, you can double team like half of Zion. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean that's a big dude, man. Yeah. That's a big, he, I mean, he for real hundred percent looks like a, uh, like just a gigantic ass football player playing basketball except he's got all the basketball i mean you know what i'm saying like that that's a dude who you look at that man's body and you're like there's no way he should have the moves and the skills and the handles he's got there's no way oh he was agile man he was so agile yeah no he's six seven two eighty five yeah i I thought i thought i heard somebody say he would if he was in the nba right now he would be the second heaviest player in the league i think the only guy that would outweigh him is bogut wow bogut I, I I thought that's what I could swear that's what what they said, but I mean two eighty five six seven. I mean that's a truck, dude. Actually, actually, let's be fair. That's a tank because that's what everybody's gonna be. You know, everybody that's whose team sucks in NBA has to be like, nope. <laughs> it's t- buddy. It's tank. It's tank o'clock, bro. It's tank o'clock because we need to get as many of those balls, those lottery balls, as we can. You said balls. As many as we can. Wizards, man, just they need to just sit Wall and Bill for the rest of the season, you know. Get get Zion to DC, dude. I think I, I would be driving up for a game for that one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, Zion to DC, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Which is just but, nasty. Um, but, like, I mean, Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky's what? The number two recruiting class? Yeah, they're right, right behind I mean, them. Now, granted, Duke had one, two, and three overall in well, that recruiting yes. class, yeah. which is yes. just which is just filthy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, shot, shot. Yeah, did twelve threes, forty six percent from three point range. Yeah, fifty nine points in each half. I agree with it. The Duke put up fifty nine in each half, and Kentucky put up forty two in each half. Um, but uh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, there's what? How many threes did they have to open that damn game? <laughs> Quite a, a few. Bunch, I mean, a I, bunch. I feel like three, three of their first four shots. I think they're worth. I think. Um, it felt like they couldn't miss at the beginning of that game. Yeah, no, they they they, they came out strong. That's they, I don't know. They're <laughs> they're going to be fun, extremely fun to watch, and that 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 had to be intimidating for the rest of you know the top twenty five. Uh, like they yeah. just they they looked bigger, they looked more athletic, they looked stronger. I mean, it was it was a machine. Like you don't expect a freshman team to gel that well no. right off the bat. I mean, look, Coach K always better than any other coach has his teams ready to go early in the season. Mm-hmm. They're always right. look good early in the season. Right. But this this is this is like. Two whole levels above that. I mean, it was unreal how great they looked last night. Again, one game. One game. But looked damn good. One game. But, you know, I mean, I was, like, flipping through a couple different articles, and, like, there was one on NBC Sports, and they were like, things that we learned. Number one, that whole Duke can't shoot narrative might have been overblown. And I was just thinking (laughs) about them raining down the threes early, and I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the other the other taglines in that one weren't as good. And this, the writer was like, I have no idea who's gonna be able to beat Duke this season. And obviously I think it's it's you know, I don't really care about undefeated stuff. I think what's what's most relevant is you know, the team's growth over the course of a season and hopefully they don't have any injuries. Because this is definitely one of those things where and people love to hate Duke anyway. People love to hate Duke, and that's fine. I think it kind of makes it a little enjoyable. Now, I've got uh, a coworker that's a real big UNC fan, and so she always likes to visit me, you know what I mean, and, like, say stuff during the basketball season, particularly if UNC's good or UNC beats Duke uh, or Duke gets knocked out in the in – the, she, she's the one that runs the brackets for March Madness, right? And so uh, she's always kind of chippy with certain things with me. And, uh, you know, she hates Duke. She calls him puke, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, come on, can't you come up with something else that's, like, really old? But uh, neither here nor there. Um, but this morning, like, you know, I was like, doop 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 I'm like, good morning. <laughs> and she was just looked at me like, why are you so happy? And I'm like, you didn't watch that game last night? Duke, Kentucky? Don't tell me you missed it. <laughs> and, so I was having a, and then she was like, oh, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I laughed. I, I laughed so hard. It was great. It was great, but uh, yeah, man, shooting like that. I- I'm sure there's going to be, a, you know, they're going to have some an off night, and maybe some other plan has an on night, and that realistically, that's what's going to have to happen. You know, some foul trouble. You know, they're they they're just not shooting particularly well, and the other team is, you know, is on point. Uh, that combination of things can certainly happen, but when you look at the size. Uh, that they've got the speed, the athleticism. If they're if they're able to hit shots, and then they and they can get you know, <laughs> dude, it wasn't just getting shots and getting space. That that team was freaky scary in transition. 
Oh my gosh! I mean, fa- I mean, good God, they moved down. Oh, my, I was like, oh, what did we say last? Week? We, we, it was like attack the basket, attack the basket, attack. You know yeah. what I mean? It. I mean, it was that was that was crazy, dude. And they covered yeah. the floor so damn fast. And there were a couple of times that Zion, I'm like, how the hell did he? How how did he get from there to there that quickly? Right. You know, I was just like, what? What? Yeah. I mean, and I mean, it, it's it's not at all a one to one comparison, but I mean. I think it's a relevant enough loose analogy that it's it's kind of like the the scariness of trying to you know guard Golden State when you know one or hopefully for the defense's sake two of the you know Durant Thompson and Curry are off mm-hmm. they're you know much more you know reasonable to handle still damn skilled if uh, even just if, if stuff's you know hot but. When all, two or all three are, are on fire, good like, luck. Yeah, you know, as, as if RJ, Cam, and Zion are all you know, on fire, like you certainly <laughs> sure as hell were last night. Uh, what do you, it's it's frightening. I mean, it's it's just I I would hate trying to come up with a defensive game plan for when they're all clicking because it's just it looks pretty damn unfair. If last night was any indicator. Because uh, once again, that while yes, it's only one game. I'll just keep on saying that it's it's not like they were playing a scrub team. I mean, no. Kentucky is you know supremely skilled, and they look like a JV squad. Well, it's like we talked about earlier. It's like most normal games when you have two good teams like that, and you can nitpick a few things here and there. That had they gone the other way, the right. other team would have won. Like last night, the, no shot, no shot. No. No shot, no chance. There's nothing they could have done at all last night oh. to have changed the outcome of that game, mm-hmm. other than I guess have those big three like kidnapped or something. <laughs> who yeah. is um who who is Steve Nash's godson? Is that Barrett? Yeah, R.J. Barrett. Yeah. from Canada. Canada. Yeah, that's a that's a neat little you know background story. Yeah, yeah. as always, like Nash last night a couple so, of times. Say it again. Said he looked like Nash a couple of times last night, yeah. hitting those shots and yep. running the floor, man. I loved, uh, <laughs> you know, when, when you have sports insanity, you always get some fun stuff, obviously, on Twitter. Um, and, obviously, you know, whether it was college players, NBA players, just normal people reacting, there was some, obviously, there was some good stuff uh, on Twitter with that one. But I did like, let me scroll down and see if I can find it real quick. Oh, uh, here you go. Uh, this Duke UK game is boring. The Duke front line would beat the Raiders. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, man, stop! You just you just be as stupid at that point." But like, you know, when things get that ridiculous, whew, you're gonna get insane comparisons. You're gonna get unrealistic expectations. But on some level, it's it's thrilling. And then you know, if you're going against them, or you or you got them on your schedule, you're like, "Oh crap, dude." And you you end up making kind of like these stats hat in your pants, <laughs> Gandalf the Brown man. You're squeezing you're squeezing out those turd emojis. You know what I mean? I do have to say I hadn't heard about y'all's uh, uh, pregame debacle at at, at B Dobbs. I mean that that's embarrassing. I mean that, that's I, I don't know if you necessarily say it's a mark against you know B Dobbs as a franchise, but that particular B Dobbs. Come on, man! Your, your management should know like what the top sports games are coming that night. What, what to expect? We, we were joking, Mark, that um, that the uh, person who ran at the uh, that uh, B Dubs was a UNC alum. Yes, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Well, that was <laughs> a funny thought, but maybe. 
I mean, that's I, I recognize these days. I feel like they're you know most known for you know being the place to go for UFC. But I mean, I mean, obviously UFC happens Saturday nights. They've, yeah. they've got to be prepared for you know other big sporting stuff. And yeah, it's it's not like y'all were looking for like, hey, can y'all put on the you know. <laughs> the Cornell Yale game. I mean, you're looking for freaking Duke, Kentucky. That's what I go to beat ups for. Cornell. Cornell <laughs> Yale, wait. baby. Does it get any bigger or better? Can't wait. Yeah. 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 So that's a that's a pretty bad beat up feel there, but yeah. Uh, but it, you know, a couple of things like flipping through, not just the reaction of the game, but you know, I was thinking back to. Some of the big picture stuff. And obviously, you know, Coach K is a really interesting, you know, obviously just guy because of how, and Shannon and I were chatting about this a little bit last night, and it's like if you're these upper echelon players and you talk about Kentucky, you talk about Duke, it's like, of course you want to go there because they're so well connected, whether it's the Olympics, whether it's the NBA, whether it's agents, whether it's coaches, you know what I mean? And then it's the fraternity of what those universities and those basketball programs are. You know what I mean? I mean, that reaches far and wide. But, you know, Coach K, to me, when you listen to certain things and um, sound bites and press conferences and you, and you read some of the articles, uh, there's like this gigantic, you know, huge world of informa- basketball information and life information in that guy's dome. You know what I mean? And so there's a lot of good meat on the bone. So when he's talking to these young guys and giving them, in, you know, coaching and input and life lessons, all that stuff, man, it, it, there's some good stuff in there to listen to. So a couple things I thought were pretty pretty good. One, one that I liked, and I saw this one for the win, Coach K was, was – he got like a Coach K to a player conversation. So what's one of the things you get, you know, that gets you out of it? Players like tired. So Coach K is like tired, tired. And when you're tired, what do you start thinking about? You, I'm tired. When you're home, you say, Mom, I'm tired, and you expect some sympathy or a hug. Don't be tired. Don't be tired. My mother, God bless her, I never saw my mom sick. In other words, when I grew up, I woke up every day and my mom was there. I took it for granted. She's never tired, or she never showed it. Be as tough as your mother's. They show up all the time, all right, and we need to show up all the time. Be as tough as your mother's. It's like, hell yeah, dude. Go, Coach K. Nice. By, by the way. Yeah. It's either February 16th or March 1st, whichever mm. date you want. Cornell, Yale, baby. There it is, dude. We're going to B-dubs, and we're going to, we're, we're going to call in advance, make sure they got that TV by the table. We're going to sit there. We're going and to you do know it. what? <laughs> we're going to do it live. We're going to do it live, man. We're going to do it live. That's right. We, we show up, and they've already got it showing on every channel. Dude, Come on, man. Yeah, man. I want it live on one and then taped late on another just so I can, uh, I can live it twice. That's what I want, man. DVR that damn thing. But the other thing I was thinking about watching at the open of the game, and I'd seen this clip before, but it reminded me of it, and it was uh, Coach K talking about, you know, spacing and you know hitting your you know your stand up threes, um, and then Kobe Bryant, you know, uh, practicing and you know just hitting three after three after three after three, and it made me think about that, and I was like, dude, I got to dig that clip up. So here's that clip, and I thought it was super super pertinent. And if there's space, the more space we give, the harder it is to defend. The thing about space is that in order for it to be uh, validated, you have to be able to hit a shot. That's why the standstill three-point shot is a shot that everyone on this team has to be able to hit. Oh, my bad. I think I said a stand-up, but a standstill three. Pardon. 
You know, when I coached the U.S. team, you know, I, I talked to them about hitting standstill threes. Kobe Bryant said, Coach, I never get a standstill three. I said, you will get standstill threes. He said, I'm always double teamed. You won't be double teamed. Because LeBron James and Carmelo Anthony and those guys will be out on the court. You're going to get open threes. And then all of a sudden he did, and he didn't hit them. And then he said every night shooting a thousand shots a night, and that's not an exaggeration. You know, and you guys said, well, holy mackerel, I'm working on all this stuff. Cool. Work on all that stuff. The free throw and the standstill three, you got to be able to hit. You should love this place right here. You should love the gym. Love the gym. Mm-hmm. And I think it's 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 completely apparent that that team chemistry gelling whatever they they did some you know they loved the gym and they got they the, love the gym they yes. love the damn gym and they got they got their asses ready for game one right because i mean there's skill skill takes you a long way i mean right. cer- certainly and those guys have a, a shit ton of of natural ability god-given talent whatever but to to play as well as it is a team that doesn't just come overnight that, that yeah. sure as hell doesn't but and, but um, they better be ready for Sunday because mm-hmm. they get Army on Sunday. Hey, look out, buddy. <laughs> oh, Sorry, Mark. I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> no, you're good. I uh, wonder what the point spread will be on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do, you, do, you just, do you just like not take bets on that one? You just turn it all off? I mean, it's yeah, it's on I, Veterans I, Day, dude. <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's just mean. That's just mean. Can't be um, betting against Army on Veterans Day. Come on, oh. man! <laughs> <laughs> did you catch that uh, Kerr press conference? Where he I was, did not. Where he was, it, he was talking about Zion, but uh, you know, had to be mindful of how he <laughs> talked about him. <laughs> here, you, here. I thought, the, I thought this was good. Hopefully, the audio is good. If not, I'll just read you, read you what he said. Only like Giannis. No, but I saw some kid on Duke last night who was pretty impressive. <laughs> Gee. My goodness, I, I, I probably can't say anything, anything more or mention his name. The bigger one because or the thinner one? Well, yeah, lots of them. Lots. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, the, the one who's 285. Uh, I thought LeBron was. Uh, I thought that was that was a one 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 guy one shot deal, but apparently the, the next guy's coming and. And before I get fined, I'm going to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> the question was about Giannis. <laughs> it just made me laugh, dude. Because, yeah, I mean, that was putting people on notice. That was putting people on notice. And I, I will say this about that guy. Uh, great smile. And he seems overtly marketable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a guy. You don't know what his, his college career trajectory, <clears throat> his professional trajectory will be. Um, and you don't know how he handles all that. We can talk about where he's at and how he got here, et cetera, but a lot of things can change for a person. But it's hard not to look at him and see just this gigantic, massive amount of potential. And he strikes me as somebody that is really, really marketable and that casual fans and like re- like hardcore fans and casual fans are going to gravitate to somebody that's like that and kids will gravitate to somebody like You know what I mean? Um, and every sport has those players, you know, you can knock Beckham all you want. Right. But how many kids do their hair like Odell Beckham? How many people are running out and just catch, trying to catch footballs one handed because of Odell Beckham? I'm not yeah. saying he's the only one that's done it, 
but he, you know, he's known for that, right? And so people gravitate. There's always a player that people gravitate towards, and and they're tremendously marketable, and they become faces of their franchise and faces of their sport. Sometimes for better, sometimes for worse, but they do. And Zion struck me, um, reading about him, watching him. He strikes me as a guy that's got those qualities that people are going to gravitate towards. Some of it's because he's obviously just his physical stature is ridiculous. And then what he can do is ridiculous. I think people are going to fall in love with him uh, as the basketball player. And we'll see, you know, my impression of him is positive, but you never know. But I I think people are going to gravitate heavily towards that guy. And he's going to be insanely marketable. Oh, yeah. Oh well, my God, Sh- Shannon! I have to apologize. We've gone like Duke knob slobbing for where are we at like half an hour. My God, sorry, bro. I, I mean, they were that good, so I mean, I had no issues here, man. I mean, that was really good basketball yesterday. I can't, yeah. you can only get so mad. I mean, either you play or you don't. Yeah, and those those boys balled out, man. I hear you. Realistically, um, looking at, you know, at, I don't know what other kind of impressions or takeaways you guys have, not just about Duke, but so we had some other games, but, you know, getting into the beginning of the, of the college basketball season, I don't even know the best way to say it, quite honestly. I'm still just, like, my mind is still trying to wrap my head around what that team can be, but that's the fan in me, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the fan in me. So I guess, realistically, the... <laughs> the neutral observer person in me looking at the landscape um what are any kind of early season impressions takeaways of other teams and Shannon obviously you've got the Kentucky side of that but whether it's Kansas or you know whatever is there anything else that you really kind of you know any other teams you 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 look at and you think there's a lot of upside you have a lot of faith in you want to see how they develop over the season uh, whether that's you know, hey, they have the potential to be a challenger to whether that's Kentucky, to Duke, or to anybody else that's really good. I'll shoot straight with you, man. I I usually wait till about December, January, once I can see a lot of these early season tournaments yeah. and kind of see kind of which teams are gelling at that point. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, as much as people are given due credit and they should, I mean, it's knee-jerk. Of course it I is. Mean, Over- I mean, they- overreaction Wednesday. Yeah, but it was a damn good performance. But, you know, you just don't want to overreact and just like, oh, my God, that's it. It's over. Yeah. Nah, because there's injuries. There's an off-shooting night. You know, there's there's all sorts of different factors that can come into play. So, hell of a game, but let's, let's get a bigger sample size before we start. Okay. If you want to crown them. Yeah, you want to crown them, crown them. Yeah. <laughs> crown their ass. Poof. I hear you. And that's fair. Not, that's legit. But they get bragging Pump rights for a while. Pump but I will say this. Pump the brakes. Redemption in March could come. <laughs> Kentucky could lose by 18 instead of 32. You're so funny. Hey, man. <laughs> It's it's the old proverbial any given Sunday or you know any given whatever day they happen to play the games on. That that's why it's March Madness. So, you know all all it takes. No matter how good you are, all it takes is one game. Hey, at least Kentucky had got their one sharding moment out of the way. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know that's the, to me that's the kind of game that's the kind of game and that's the kind of loss that that sticks with you the entire year and you remember that one. 
Oh yeah. So from a motivational standpoint, you know, like that that's 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 a whole lot of salt in the wound. Oh, that's that's just one where you cut out the score and put it in the locker room all year yeah. long and they get excited and you point to it and then Yeah. I mean that that's oh, yeah. I, that's a huge what what was it back in the day? Humble pie. Yeah. That the Patriots used to call it. Oh, they, Humble the, pie, baby. Yeah, they they had a pretty monstrous helping of it. So and I think, you know, a few other teams will, but I'm sure that we'll see some adjustments and you know, you'll have down games, up games, whatever. But no, to me from a from a Kentucky standpoint, that's the kind of loss, that's the kind of game that with all the young players, and I would I would certainly expect them, you know, over the course of the season, Cal's going to get them ready, get them coached up, etc. They're going to get better. Um, yes, I have I have no no doubts about that. Uh, it's a reasonable expectation, but that's the kind of loss that can help shift if they were feeling themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little too much of the press clippings that should have beaten all of that out of them. Uh, yeah, all every, every <laughs> it's all gone, every last ounce of it. And that gets you back to going, okay, what do we have to do to win? What do we have to do to get this done? And that's on some level, I mean, they got their ass handed to them, and that was an embarrassment uh, for them. But I would think that, that that game, that one game, will serve as motivation for the entire season. And if they have the chance to play them again in March, rest assured, man, locker room, you know, fuel, fire, material, all from that one. That. It, it tend when you get your butt whooped, it tends to do something to you. Yeah, and yeah. How I just ask Penn State and uh, or Michigan and Penn State, right? Mm. <laughs> bruh. Oh, yeah, bruh. nice, nice uh, segue there. You like that, uh, Mark? Uh, any kind of tie up thoughts, wrap up thoughts? Doesn't have to be Duke, Kentucky. It can be them, but uh, just oh. you know, early impressions. I don't know if you had got to, got to watch any games or just things that you're looking forward to. Uh, teams, conferences, et cetera, with the uh, college basketball season. I'm uh, looking forward to a lot more, a lot more Duke. Um, I, I, I would just say to me that's it's impressive that that's I would think the most meaningful like first game of the NCAA season that I've seen in a long time. Because I mean that just that's uh, yeah that, that's um, hopefully for Kentucky fans that you know lit a fire under them like damn we don't like getting embarrassed like that in the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, and again, as we've said many times, it's not really a knock on them, but I, I imagine, yeah, that again, the Southern Illinois next or whoever, uh, they're there for a long night. Oh, um, slaughtered, but slaughtered, but, but Duke, uh, Duke definitely puts you know, the, the, the rest of the top 25 and, and then all major school on notice that's, uh, man, they're scary. So, uh, this, this is going to be a fun one to watch fun season to watch that's for damn sure man i wish they would bring back uh do you remember college slam either one yes. of you so that yeah that was the college uh, flavored version of nba jam if there was any year i would be like dude i would totally buy like college slam <laughs> this is the year <laughs> i would totally Absolutely. i would totally buy that just to embarrass i would totally just slaughter whitfield all day i'd play that thing like over and over It'd be like old times <laughs> but no man i want to be duke nope <laughs> Too bad for you. Not in my house. Yeah, not in my house. Um, one other tip at the cap. You know, th- this is one of those things. There's so much that happens. But, you know, uh, when you talk about college athletics, I think it's really important to remember, you know, th- these are, these are you know, young men and women, you know, really growing up into who they're going to be. You know what I mean? And you have a lot of really great human interest stories and a lot of great moments. And uh, over- rising up, overcoming challenges, 
um, whether it's team sports, individual sports, there's a lot more than just, you know, the uniform. And sometimes we forget that, right? Uh, so I did want to take a moment for Texas guard Andrew Jones, who returned uh, to college basketball because he was diagnosed with leukemia in January. Um, and there he was on the court for the first time since his diagnosis. And it played for a couple of minutes, went to the foul line, made a second free throw, got a standing ovation. Um, and Shaka Smart pulled him out of the game after that. But um, great moment for the, for that young man. And uh, here's to a continued, obviously, successful recovery for you, sir. Absolutely. Salute. Mm-hmm. Salute. So always keep an eye out for those moments, man, because that's it's one of the things you know I love about college sports. Not that we were trying to bag on Gardner Webb or you know our 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 planned Cornell Yale game that we'll see at beat ups. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that other stuff, man. But uh, some of the some of what people overcome um, is, is is part of what makes it so great. Really is absolutely. I mean, really that's I mean, I, not not jumping sports for a second. Yeah. I, 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 if we talk about this on the podcast before, I, I shut me up. But I mean, I. I you know, again, myself and um, because of my wife's family's history, you know, we're huge, you know, Iowa supporters, and certainly uh, all of our good friend uh, E is a big Iowa supporter as well. Mm-hmm. The, their, their college football ritual at, at the end of every first quarter, turning waving to the children's hospital that they yeah. built right behind the yeah. right behind the stadium. That's just, I mean, it, it gives me chills every time. It's, it's, I think easily going to be my favorite, you know, my favorite thing ever, um, in, in all the college sports, and uh, it's just amazing and beautiful, and I'm so glad they did that. That's it's such a great thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Th- that is an awesome thing. Jalen Rose couldn't have actually said that. This is on ESPN. I'm scrolling down. And it says uh, Jalen Zion wouldn't start for the Fab Five. Oh. Man, come on, dude. F O H. Come on, man. Why, why say that? That's... That, that is Dude, the, Ray King would be on the bench so quick. Come on. Ray yeah. King ain't starting over him. Oh, God, no. Get out of here. Come on, man. F-O-H. F-O-H. Get the hell out of here, dude. That's nuts. Anyway, let me see if Rex Chapman had anything, uh, anything else super random in his feed. Nah, let's get out of that one. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Let's actually do a salute clock, dude. Uh, I did enjoy the Pocahontas and the fact that they finally were able to, to set the uh, after we pointed out that the game was on one big TV and then one TV way off in the corner on the other side of B-Dubs. We were like, there it is, right there, and there it is up there. And they went and they figured out what channel it was on, and they got it straightened out. She said something about satellite feeds, whatever. But uh, I enjoyed a very very tasty. I love some Pocahontas, dude. That is a good beer, man. And I crushed my fair share of beat-ups the other night. Excuse me, not what I have tonight. Tonight, I am enjoying, of course, a rather tasty Beam and Coke, which I always love. And then uh, I'm still rocking the three-notch, man. I've got the Ghost of the 43rd APA. Excuse me. Almost had the, almost had the wrong thing there. <gasps> and then a three-notch 40-mile IPA. So I'm hat-tricking over here. I figured, you know, if the three of them can score 83, the... One of me can, you know what I mean? I can have three beverages. You know, this is my recruiting class for the night. This is a <clears throat> number one recruiting class for Wasted Wednesday. <laughs> Damn. You know what I'm saying? I got the hat trick too, buddy. Woo. Mm. Shannon, what you got, bro? Well, it's that time of year, as we talked about last podcast, and I've got the Hardywood Gingerbread Stout tonight. There you go. Nice. 
Nice. Good job. Mark, what you got, man? Yes, sir. Tonight I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying a nice uh, dogfish head, 75-minute IPA. It's absolutely scrumptious. There you go. Uh-oh. Side note, did you guys watch the video of UMBC raising their banner? No. Yeah. Men's basketball 2018 NCAA tournament <clears throat> second round. Number 16, UMBC 74. Number one, Virginia 54. They stuck the score on that bitch. And the they, Colts approve. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they stuck the score on that thing, bro. And they hoisted that up in their gym, man. That's a, that's, that's a bull move right there, buddy. That's hilarious. Do you I think mean... that, Do you think they'd ever ask UVA for a home and home? <laughs> Good luck with that. I'm just saying. <laughs> What kind of cojones would it take to be like, hey, guys, you see that banner we put up? Yeah, man. <laughs> Trade one out. <laughs> I mean, that's like where Tony Bennett's like, okay, if we beat you in both, you have to take down the banner. You gotta, you, we got we to gotta have a friendly wager. We'll come there, but you can't have that You can't have that banner up when we come up, you know, show up to play. Nah, that's funny. Oh, no. They beat them at UNBC. They get to take down they, the banner. Would they, get to, they get to take the banner down? Yeah, that no, yeah. that would be funny. Oh, that would be funny, man! I'm a fan of then, that. Then, of course, the NCAA would probably like stop oh, the match because you know, extra cream cheese for the bagel or whatever. Yeah. Um, side note: Anybody else in the ACC you think is, is is has got a lot of upside this year? I have no idea what to make of UVA. I haven't paid a lot of attention yet. Um, although it was funny after watching the Duke Kentucky game um, with the size of both of those teams. Like, we were watching, like, scanning around some of the other games that were on. I was like, oh, my God, these people look really small. Like, they're JV. And, they're, and, you know, and the thing is, they weren't. But Duke and Kentucky, those teams are so gigantic. I was just like, man. Anyway, random side note, but <laughs> I don't know. Mark, uh, I, know you, I know you have to ripcord out, man. Um, did you want to just, uh, do you want to do, like, uh, your own little week that was, week that will be thing, and then roll? Because, I mean, we're 47 in, and obviously, you know, we'll do one more segment. But um, if you have to ripcord, then by all means, you can ripcord, bro. It's no big deal. Um, I can. I was probably on stand for probably 1230-ish. So. Oh, oh, then we're good then. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, i tell you what. Um, let's wrap up. Obviously, we totally went college basketball over. I don't know that we've ever talked about uh, virtually a singular basketball game for as long as we just did ever <laughs> on anything. That's nuts. No. Maybe it'd be a finals, but that's about it. Yeah. Especially an opening game. Um, so, oh, Shane, Shannon, uh, actually both of you, I think, will appreciate this. Because Alabama went and absolutely beat, I mean, they just beat down LSU and LSU. Shh. Whooped that ass. So, yeah. a couple of things that I thought were really a riot was the Death Stare girl that got memed out. <laughs> I thought that was great. I thought that yeah. was great. How, I followed her on Twitter, by the way. Oh, so did you? Yeah. Hopefully, yes. hopefully she has a good sense of humor about it. Um, but I, I watched the video and I just, I just chuckled. I thought that was a hoot because you know there have to be games that you're at. You're just like, <sighs> why am I here? <laughs> get me out of here. Is that drone actually on? Is that a camera in my face? Anyway, but uh, I liked that one. I don't think that's uh, what was it, Villanova. What, the was Villanova flute, flute girl. Yeah, was, was it a flute or a piccolo or something? I don't or know. Piccolo. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Piccolo girl. Her, like, Sorry. like that one was great. Now, granted, Destair girl wasn't. You know, she didn't have tears running down her face. But how weird would it be to go to a game 
and you know get caught in a moment because you you probably don't have any have any clue in the, in the moment of it. Then you get home and all of a sudden your like face is plastered all over the place. I mean, uh, yeah, that's got to be super bizarre. But anyway, enjoy the fifteen minutes of uh, fame for whatever good that is. That's kind of a that's kind of a hoot. Um, I would totally be thrilled and delighted if one of us ended up being a meme somewhere. <laughs> I would. I, I think it would be an absolute riot, man. I'd be, be an absolute riot. But the other thing I thought was great, and this was this is one of the things that really made me chuckle about the college football week, <laughs> was Ed Orgeron was doing the post game presser after the after LSU got their at earth handed to them by Alabama, and um, the. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 do either of you ever watch TV with the closed captioning on? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> no, we're going. <laughs> yeah, and so like the closed captioning's trying to like they're trying to keep up with Ed Orgeron, and they, <laughs> the translation is 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 so wrong. It, it's just it's just fantastic. And so there's this one moment like uh, before the win had an article on this. I was dying, dude. So Orgeron is speaking, and these are the captions that. This is what you got with closed captioning, which if you're watching it, it makes no sense. All right. <laughs> Here you go. Doing everything he can proteon in Libya. Old thing. Gotta be Taliban allows crime LL barrel. Yeah, yeah. No missiles on Latanya guy is that they will. Money. Orchestral talk about retiring Earth. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, YouTube, YouTube struggled. Second at one burgers, yeah. The most groomsmen, as we've justice that it wasn't gardens of gardens of those road with a you know mountain Okafor hill digest. <laughs> what? <laughs> like nothing. N- there is no way to close caption at Orgeron. You got to tape. You got to tape delay that guy and transcribe him. <laughs> There's just no way, dude. I just think it's great, man. By the way, speaking of LSU Bama, did you see the yeah. shot that Tua took in the first quarter? No, but didn't he throw his first pick of the year? He did. He yeah. um, basically did... in the first quarter. I'm just I got mm-hmm. a, just a few like that um, notes here. Yeah, yeah, no, totally cool, man. That LSU jumped off sides and they blew the whistle, but uh-huh. the crowd was so loud the players couldn't hear couldn't him. Hear and it. one of the LSU players speared him right in the balls. Oh, I didn't see that hit. Oh yeah, oh. He, had, he had to go off the field for a play, and then he came back on and threw a touchdown. Yeah, you said balls, but uh, yeah, he threw his first interception. Uh, free safety Ty Harris, who will probably be a first round pick in the draft in what, a year or two. And when is the first time this year he played into the fourth quarter? Yes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So uh, I guess we'll we'll just top college everything. Um, CFP, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Michigan. Mm-hmm. All right. Which is it's obviously a strong four. I'm um, curious about Notre Dame. I was hoping Randy might pop up because, uh, you know, I've heard people actually like, oh, Notre Dame's going to watch out for Syracuse. And I'm like, huh. How much they do? They, you know, because Syracuse is top 20, top 25. They're ranked 13th right now. Yeah. Oh, oh. Did Randy show up? Yeah, he's yeah. Here. Oh my God, Randy showed up right as we're talking about Syracuse. <laughs> yes. Oh Lord, it was like meant to be. Orange, you glad to be here? How the hell the did fl- that happen? That's I amazing, been Randy. Sitting here for quite a few minutes, just kind of just being quiet, waiting to see if you noticed I popped on. Uh, no, well, I'm not looking at the camera. No. You, you, <laughs> the supposed- force is strong with this one. Yeah, the force. Is- I was getting ready to say that's that's like magical. D stat with his Gandalf the Brown poop hat. 
And then Randy <laughs> pops up like right when we're talking about Notre Dame and Syracuse. I was like, going to be like, my God, that's crazy. Um, but we were we were talking about this, and what was it? The uh, when they do the initial ranking, the team that was that's in the three hole is never has never made it. And LSU was in the three hole. That was a bad omen for them. <laughs> it's a bad omen. And, and then Michigan just beating absolute breaks out of uh, out of Penn State. So I guess Shannon, real quick, like just I don't know impressions of the CFP rankings and where we're at in college football season. Any games you want to be like, oh. Uh, any notes? Quick hitters, I obviously. Mean, quick hitters. I mean, Alabama's defense came to play. Like it, the calendar turn and the Bama defense was just absurd. Yeah. Uh, zero points, sixty-seven total yards in the first half. Zero points for the game and a buck ninety-six total yards for the game for LSU. That's it. Mm-hmm. LSU has been shut out four times in the past 25 seasons. Anybody want to take a guess on who's done it? Alabama every time? No, I'm just kidding. No, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Alabama all four times has shut them out. Wow. At home. I don't know. The only other shutout I can think of that's that impressive is Bryce Harper shutting out that offer from the Nationals. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Sorry, man. Um, yeah, the dream ended for my Kentucky team to, you know, I mean, we're a football school and the basketball team's up and coming at this point. Um, that was the so. other one that I was trying to find with Rex Chapman. Cause, uh, one of his tweets, he said, you know, we're a football school now, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed. It's so dumb. But, so um, dumb. yeah, but. I mean, Kentucky's what uh, seven and two at this point. They've got three more games left. If they can beat Tennessee at Tennessee, it'll be the first yeah. time they've won at Neyland since the mid eighties. So um, I would imagine. I oh, go ahead. And they play Louisville the last game of the season. And I just read earlier today that Louisville's had uh, at least twenty players who have asked for transfer papers this season. Good God! <laughs> and we got him on the hook. Yikes. Guess who Syracuse plays next, Randy? Hmm. I believe they're hosting Louisville. That would be correct, sir. And that should be an easy win for you guys. Look at that. Check out the big brain on Brad. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, Kentucky, look, the Kentucky team played well, but Georgia's athletes are just, it's just 4-3 versus 4-5 speed. And DeAndre Swift, man, that kid is a baller kid was crazy good in that game um and mark i finally saw the highlights of west virginia texas dude man what a game that was insane how, like how if you're the safety how are you giving up a touchdown over the top at the end i i, I kept on telling saying um because i don't know if you're aware but uh donkey has family ties with west virginia so that's his college follower so you know just just to troll him i no matter who west virginia was playing i always root against him but i really did like texas in that game um that that final play (laughs) or the final scoring play for for west virginia i really wondered and i don't know if they said anything after the game but like um what's wrong with me what's the, the west virginia quarterback's name will greer greer if greer was intentionally faking them out with like acting like you know, he was trying to get the play. He was confused, and then snapped it pretty quickly. Uh, I wondered if that was intentional uh, because it kind of seemed like, in my opinion, that it was mm-hmm. to throw them off slightly. But just snapped it just so quickly, just 
through that. I mean, it was a beautiful ball. I, I, I know you're just one of those, you're like, you can't let him get behind you, but it's it's easier said than done. I recognize that. Uh, but that was a unbelievable game. It was. And, uh, of course, the two-point conversion at the end, because they were like, <laughs> Dana Holgerson, who has – it's a mullet, right? Dude's got a mullet. His, his hair is always so ridiculous, yeah. I mean, it's like him and Gundy at Oklahoma State are going for, like, the best, worst hair of all time. G- Gundy's yeah. hair is from a, di- a different decade. I just – I'm amazed he's still rocking that thing. <laughs> Same. Um, oh, by the way, guys, breaking news. Clemson just scored another touchdown on Louisville. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, hey man, dude, oh, was... oh 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 oh, Shannon, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Uh-oh. Where's our breaking news? Where's our breaking news? Where's that? Oh, forget Clemson scoring again. I think I think Zion Williamson just dunked again on on Kentucky man. <laughs> you said ball. Actually, you know what, Shannon, my my inner Duke fan says this to you. Tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> 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 Even better. You got knocked the fuck out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Thanks, Kawhi. <laughs> Thank right. you. Yes. I feel better now. I feel. I feel better now. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. West Virginia and having the balls at the end to go for two for the win was pretty awesome. I thought that was kind of fun as well. Um, Clemson dropped 77 on Louisville. That That's just ridiculous. Michigan 42-7 to as we talked about earlier on Penn State after Penn State had rattled them the year before. Payback. I think they, I think they call it the Harbaugh Revenge Tour. Yeah. And I believe Ohio State is next on that list. If you had to put money on one of the teams falling out of the top four, who would it be? If I had to put money yeah. on it, I would say Michigan. That would be, I mean, I don't. You, you no, think no, Ohio no, State's no, no. going to get out of the I'll, weeds? I would put them? money on Notre Dame losing. Notre Dame, because I think Syracuse can get them. And USC is playing a lot better, too. Yeah. Um, Michigan. I, they should beat Ohio State. Um, they should, well, if they beat Ohio State, they're going to beat Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship. But Harbaugh's bugaboo has been playing these top teams. I know. And, you know, it's just, I think Michigan or Notre Dame would probably be whichever team would lose would be who I'd put money on. Well, I, I can't imagine that either Alabama or Clemson are going to, find a way to lose enough to get taken out of that. I, I just think they're they're too desirable to be in there. You know what I mean? And they're they clearly have the the chops and the I, record. I feel I feel like but. Alabama Clemson has become like the Saw movies or you know, like Nightmare on Elm Street or the Jason like they just you think they're you think it's done, but it keeps coming back year after year after year. You know? Well, I prefer done to death, but that works too. Yeah, fair enough. Mark, if you if, if you had to, if you had to pick one team that you think is going to fall out of the top four, who is it? Yeah, it'd be Michigan. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm. I just I don't. there's a part of me that really hopes it's not Ohio State that manages to get back into that thing. <sighs> no, I, I hope not. I don't, I don't think they will. No, I hope not either. Hmm. And by the way, Virginia Tech. 
lost their third straight home game for the first time since 1994-95 season. Isn't BC are they seven and two? Boston College, yeah. BC, yeah. yeah, not birth control. Boston College, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know who might be seven and two on birth control is probably uh, Philip Rivers. No, he's probably not using any. At seven plus two. <laughs> <laughs> now, who who was the DB that had the vasectomy? Oh, Cromartie. Uh, Antonio Rodgers, Cromartie. Yeah, when you can defeat when you can defeat the vasectomy, hold it, man. Like his penis follows Bill Belichick's mantra: "Do your job." You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> undefeated, <laughs> undefeated. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, I don't. I, <laughs> don't chase me, bro. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how we quite made that topic jump, so my apologies for that. But <laughs> it's it's Alabama and Clemson's world, and we're just yeah. living it at and this it, point. It's just jocking around yeah. for the other two. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Um, I guess uh, college landscape tying up the week that was the week that will be. Alabama is it's going to the playoffs. There's nothing anybody can do about it. Clemson's going to the playoffs, and there's nothing anybody can do about it at this point. Okay, and. Whoever the other two teams are, good luck. Uh, best game of the weekend coming up. Shoot. If you, uh, if you need to think about it, that's okay. I mean, Clemson's going to Boston College. That should be, you know, a nice test for about a quarter and a half, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, party pooper. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, Louisville at Syracuse. I, I'm going to put the uh, total of 69. I'll take the over there because I think. Uh, Syracuse will put up at least 56, if not 63 points there. Hmm. Yeah. Ohio yeah, State at Michigan State. If Michigan State could just go ahead and win that game, that'd be fantastic. I don't see it happening, but let's see. You know, Kansas, Kansas State. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Mississippi. Would you, would, you, would you give Colorado a chance at, uh, versus Washington State? Um. Nah, well, is where is it at? Is it in? It's in Colorado. I mean, I wouldn't put their chances high, but a lot of people will be high. Um, <laughs> of course. Nah, I, I think the uh, oh shoot, what's his name? The Fighting Mike Leeches. I think they'll come out on top of that one. Oh, oh, Shannon! Now I remember. We were having a conversation yesterday, right, when we were beat ups, and we said, "What would our mascot be?" Right, and so we we, yes. were the, we were the sports brew Bob Barkers. That was one, which made no sense to me, but I laughed. What were some of the? Do you remember? I, I want you guys to reflect on this, okay? Deep thoughts by Sports Brew Handy. I want you to I want you to reflect. What what would the you know we need a mascot? What would the Sports Brew's mascot be? I mean, the easy way out is to say alcohol or beer or one of those things. I mean, haha, yeah, but. I think, oh, I think Shannon said, I think we'd be the jackholes. The jackholes, we'd, yes. we'd be the jackholes, yeah. Yeah, that'd be one of them. So, you know. The sports brew jackholes. Sports, hey, you got Clemson, BC. <laughs> you got uh, Auburn, Georgia. And you got Mississippi State, Alabama. is mm. probably your better matchups. And Alabama's just going to crush them. So mm. it don't really matter. But, yeah, the jackholes, I think, was the one we came up with. Randy or... 
Uh, Mark, if you guys can think of a better mascot, that'd be fantastic. They, they can, ponti- Although, yeah, they can. There's no pressure. You can pontificate. I mean, we could use Mark's hat as our mascot. Of course, Gandalf the Browns. <laughs> I mean, speaking of Browns, did did y'all see that a fan in Buffalo left a little brown in the stands? He shot some brown down the tank. Yeah, yeah. So left some brown. Although I'm tank. not shocked. Well, he had to make room for the bildo. <laughs> Damn! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, dude! Oh no! And then hopefully he went and contributed to uh, Peterman's GoFundMe. Oh my god! Yeah, I know, I know. Oh poor Nathan Peterman! I can't believe they started the GoFundMe to get that guy to retire. That's absolutely one hundred percent freaking hilarious absolutely I mean, freaking hilarious the sports brew bse i mean i guess we heard about you know tyrod not excuse me not tyrod um uh, ej manual yeah that one? which i mean i i don't disagree i mean how, how can you uh yeah well that's not pretending that ej manual is a great quarterback no he wasn't. he wasn't he wasn't but that's, he wasn't uh, can can you think of a more embarrassing starting quarterback than peterman not really. Not right now. Uh, Ron Beckman. Jim Mar- Jim yeah. Marcus Russell. Jamarcus, maybe, yeah. yeah. Akili uh, Smith back in the day. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, Jamarcus yeah. is watching tape, man. Yeah. 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 Blank tapes. <laughs> blank tapes. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he probably is a fan of Taylor Swift, you know, blank space and all. Um, Jamarcus Russell is good at that. Yeah. <laughs> How do you send somebody home with some blank tapes? <laughs> See if they're that's, actually going to watch them. That's so terrible. That's, that's a I mean, pretty bad sign. That's terrible. But dude, 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 dude. And I was trying to, I was trying to wrap up segment one. But like, as far as the Bills and Peterman, you know, you had to know that game. The the, the Bears Bills game was going to be a dumpster fire. You had to know that. I mean, unless you're a Bears fan. But Nathan Peterman did his thing. But what makes it worse is it's almost like, you know, Peterman was like some kind of plague. Like, he has some kind of football plague that makes other people suck and, like, bad things happen, right? <laughs> because, like, at, like really early in that game, he, he uh, I don't know the guy's first name, but he completed the pass to Kroom, and Kroom got stripped of the ball, and the Bears returned it for a touchdown. So that's not Peterman's fault, right? But it, it's like Peterman gives everybody else on the team the itis. You know what I mean? That's just what happens. <laughs> Terrell Pryor, who, God bless, I'm not, uh, you know, boy, what a disappointment in D.C. that guy was. But Terrell Pryor, he throws the damn ball to Terrell Pryor. Pryor can't bring the damn thing in. He tips that fucker around, bats the ball in the air, and of course it gets picked. Right? Of course Mm -hmm. it gets picked. Peterman also throws to Zay Jones. All right, Zay Jones gets lit up by some you know, bear defender and you know, the head coach is going nuts. Cause he thought it should have been some defensive PI, whatever. Okay. So the bears defender hits him for the ball gets there. The ball bounces off of Jones's arm to a bears defender and it gets returned for a touchdown. You know what I mean? It's, it's like there, there's like some, some domino effect of doom with Nathan Peterman. And no wonder they got to make room for Bildos in there. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's no, wonder. <laughs> no wonder. They figure if they're getting effed on the field, they might as well get effed off the field, too. <laughs> you know. But it's, for them to create a GoFundMe account in the hopes of buying out that dude's contract so that he can retire, hilarious. 
Uh, E.J. Manuel does have a point. There are plenty of other quarterbacks that could play. Um, Nathan Peterman is so bad. I just, unless your mission is just to suck. You know, you know who needs Nathan Peterman? Gruden out in Oakland. That's who needs Nathan Peterman. Yeah. No, that's, that's, I mean, that's, I don't know. Yeah, it's, that, that, that's a dumpster fire too there. I was going to say real quickly, I know y'all, yeah. y'all handle uh, NFL primarily in, in uh, segment two, but uh, I would just say from the, the, the better standpoint, I, I, I read, and it didn't surprise me, that this past weekend was, I mean, Vegas just got demolished. And, and, and I, I, I took – I mean, I didn't do Vegas. I mean, I got my Bovada account, but but took a a nice health, healthy uh, uh, victorious weekends because all the big favorites just crushed it. I mean, uh, the Chiefs, you know, destroying the Browns, the Bears just annihilating the Bills. Annihilating. I mean, those were pretty easy. I think the Bears were uh, thirteen point favorites, and yeah. uh, the Chiefs were. Eight and a half point favorites, um, just easy wins, and then also the the short, short underdogs that looked really tempting. I came through the Falcons as two point underdogs against the Redskins. I slammed that one pretty heavy, and uh, a lot of people did too. And then also Steelers plus two against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So so Vegas Vegas got hit pretty hard. The Patriots six and a half point favorites against the Packers that got hit pretty heavy. So Vegas, I mean, that was one of their worst. Weeks and yeah, they ages. Took, they took a bath on that one. They did. It's happy well, to hear. It. Don't worry. I'm sure the household. I'm sure they'll make it back over the course of the. Oh, season. They, they they always but do. But. I, one of my favorite lines with Peterman. Somebody was talking about betting on it. They said, "Whatever the line is, whatever the line is, you take the damn bears." Whatever it was. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I was like, yeah, man, how, how how could anybody comfortably bet? The Bills. I, I, don't, I don't know how you would do that. I, I certainly haven't touched them all season, and I wouldn't. With, with uh, Josh Allen, okay. With Nathan, with Peterman, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Can't do it. Can't do nope. it. <laughs> can't can't do it. Shannon, you know how that goes. Yes, That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't. A GoFundMe account for Nathan Peterman. Can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. I want to see a Nathan Peterman highlight reel set to the Titanic music. Oh, I, I really do. I really do. <laughs> Obviously, it's always breaking in favor of the other team, but I would love to see that. I hope somebody somewhere out there if you have those skills, go ahead and do it. You know what? I can tell you really quickly, and I, I might uh, make this my last my last shot and take off. But um, <clears throat> when I played uh, eighth grade football at military school, um, one of the team moms of sorts like tried to come up with a a highlights reel for the team. But I mean, this was super amateur. I mean, she was just kind of using whatever she could and trying to do it fairly quickly. So trusted about about half of it was not highlights i mean it was bad plays low lights and sure enough my single worst play from the entire season or not worst play but but most embarrassing play i guess i would say where i was playing linebacker and i was trying to chase a dot guy down on the sidelines a run, running play that you know dude broke out the outside and i mean you know got a 40-yard gain so obviously not a highlight nothing that should have actually been on there but i'm trying to chase him down 
and I just get blindsided on the sideline and probably went from about five yards inside the sideline to about 10 yards over the sideline, wow. just blowing the hell up. Mm-hmm. And the moment my family, mainly my brother and my dad, see that play on the, the, on the, the videotape, that becomes their, you know, <laughs> their, their, you know, favorite thing in the world. Oh, and of course, of course. Over, of course. And over and over and over again. So I was like, thank you. Bastards, I'm so glad you're enjoying watching this. (laughs) Does this tape still exist? (laughs) It probably does somewhere. I think we need to check with Matthew. Yes. (laughs) I think we need to ask Brother Matt because that that deserves that deserves to get converted to digital, dude. Yeah, this is this, this yeah. is true. I'd be I'd be able to laugh at it now. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Well, look, man. You go ahead and get some rest. Um. Anything you're looking forward to NFL weekend like coming up? Like anything you want to call well, shots <clears> on <throat> or, or big bets or week that was week that will be? I'll, I'll let you go ahead and uh you know wrap up wrap up and bounce. Well, I know y'all talk about it plenty. I would say the you know from this past weekend, Saints Rams absolutely lived up to snuff and and. Um, if I'm talking about that, that Fun was game. everything I could have wanted to be. Okay. I, I, I was rooting for the Saints. I just, it just felt like, you know, absolutely um, a good opportunity for the Saints to to win. Not, not, nothing wasn't going to be easy. I certainly knew that, you know, the halftime score could be eliminated quite easily. And so, you know, kudos on the Rams for, for making it yeah. a great game late. But uh, Breeze and Michael Thomas and, and Kamara, uh, that, that offense is just so much fun to watch. Um, the Rams are obviously incredibly scary too. So uh, that that's uh, look forward to hopefully seeing them face off again in the playoffs upcoming. I uh, gotta love that we're finally actually getting a what should be a very good uh, Thursday night game tomorrow night with the Panthers mm-hmm. and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be really entertaining. Very very happy, you know, to see the Steelers haven't turned it around. Um, so you know, hopefully we actually get a, a quality Thursday night game tomorrow night. Um, Sunday, Saints Bengals. I mean, I, I road Bengals. I don't like, but Bengals at home. You know, I, I certainly think the Saints get it done, but but they, Bengals can surprise some people. Um, maybe, so maybe. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have. Well, a, no AJ a, Green. He's out for what two weeks? True, and yep. that, that's that, that that sucks for them. Yeah, uh, of course, but um, we'll see. Fair enough. Yes, but you're not you're not you're not going to talk about uh, Giants Niners on uh, what Monday night? <laughs> um, tune in. Uh, that that could be game of the year material there. Uh, you never know. Um, By the way, fellas, uh, am, am I the only one that has to watch that on mute? I I, I can't de- no you're not I, I I can't deal with those announcers anymore that, the, yeah that, they that, suck that's the that's the great thing about watching on DVR is if you don't like what the hell they're talking about you just kind of jump skip you just go boom 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 all the way through um, <laughs> it's kind of kind of funny that my, my 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 wife just has a thing where she just does not enjoy like multitasking so like you know if or doesn't like like multitasking with the TV on so for me I would be happy to just mute it and put on music but she finds that too distracting. So uh, I, I just try to convince her. Well, if that's the way it has to be, I'd still rather just listen to it on mute or watch it on mute. <laughs> I, yeah, but like that—that's odd because I think I like to me, I can do the visuals of it without the audio of it. You know what I mean? Right. When it comes to a football game, like I can totally have music going and just watch the game. 
maybe what you ought to do is see if you can find um, like a radio feed or another feed somewhere. You know what I mean? That's 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 a good point. That that uh, might there, be there, that, has to, there has to be better. Than yeah, that, yeah, that might yeah. be the way to do it. Is you find, you know, whatever radio stations or some alternative feeds, and listen to that broadcast. You have the game on, but you have the different radio broadcast up. You might have to DVR it. The only reason is if it's like ten seconds behind or something weird. Yeah. Yeah. So you can try to kind of get it lined up. So you might have you might have to do that, but. Um, uh, for, for 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 I really hope that they can get a better crew in their future years because it's it's just I mean I I don't need you know a plus perfection but I just think they they're just they're just horrible they they, they honestly take away from my enjoyment of the game I would rather listen to a team of Joe Buck and Chris Collinsworth oh God it's painful to think but yeah I probably would too I would man I would no doubt <laughs> no doubt give, give me that all day every day compared to and I you know and I I like Witten but. I had no, no. It's, nope. just, it's just not there. It's not I almost, there. I'd almost rather Dilfer. I, 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 I could, yeah. That that's a tough one too. That's a tough one. I think I would rather just like have a, a vintage Madden. You know, even if I, I would listen to Madden call just a whole different game and just watch that game. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I would probably be Same. just as happy. Same. And that that's terrible to say. Brett Favre is Brett Favre. Yeah, or or you could just you know you could just do Kawhi on loop. I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> you could totally do that while the game's on. That might work. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. True. Anyway, uh, well, enjoy that. We'll, we'll see if we get the uh, the Nathan Peterman GoFundMe is a success, and. Um, I'm really curious if the game's ugly, uh, if they if they bring in the you know Laletta. Yeah, very curious. I, I, I don't know what to expect at this point, but uh, I think sure. at some point that happens. Yeah, this season I don't know when, but at some yeah. point because yeah. why not? Because you, you, just, yeah, you might as well see. Let's just yeah. hope he doesn't run over a cop on the sidelines. Well, yeah, <laughs> security. Too <laughs> soon. Just, don't do that. Don't Too, do soon. that. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Anyway, we'll go get some rest, man. Enjoy the weekend. Have fun. Have fun with your hat party. Uh, you, have, you have clearly geared up appropriately. You got you, <laughs> Gandalf the Brown and and you know D Stat Shark hat. You're good. You're covered, bro. Absolutely, and I assure you, when I come down to Richmond, I, I will bring Shark hat with me. That sounds good, man. Uh, last bit for you as you get out of here, I want you to know since you uh, brought him up and you gave him an RIP, uh, Dennis Hoff did win a Nevada election, even though he's dead. Yes, he did. So, how on earth that works is beyond me. But that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Nevada. Way to go. <laughs> oh, Nevada. How, how uh, are... do, you, do you want to know why he won? Because uh, if a dead person wins in that state, the governor gets to choose a person from his political party to take the spot automatically. Oh, yeah. wow. I did not realize that. That's, that's yeah. great. That's classy. Yes. So, that... I, and, I was... And that's I don't indeed what happened. That the competition wasn't very stiff, but uh... <laughs> it wasn't very lively. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know weekend at Bernie's was going to be a you know an election, right? <laughs> I didn't know that was still a thing. Yeah, weekend of. at Bernie's. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. There's going to be a point where I get to crank up some really bad 80s movies with Logan. And I have to do it before he's old enough to, so that he realizes the special effects and everything sucks. You know what I mean? Oh, my. Because <laughs> there's a point if you if, if you get them too used to, like, new current movies, they're going to, like, everything that's old is going to look like garbage. They don't want to watch it. So you, you have to kind of slip in the old school, you know what I mean, the old school stuff. When they're old enough to get some of it, but not so old that they're like, Daddy, this looks like dog poop. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you My kids love 80s movies. Yeah, that's good. By the way, yeah. Mm. We'll Although see. I, do, I do have to admit, I let them watch the, uh, the second Austin Powers movie. Bad idea? <laughs> well, Lily caught on to the dick jokes, like, almost <laughs> at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And she just like lost it. Like she was just dying laughing. Like she figured it out and she's like, Oh my god. Nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was I don't I don't know if that was a proud moment or if I should be scared at this point. Yeah, you, you can have a little bit of both. 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 That that's okay. That's okay. No, no, sh- no shame in your game. No shame in your game. That's a major buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, all right, Mark, man. Go ahead and get some rest. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Enjoy your weekend, man. Have a good time, bro. And uh, yeah. a little dedication from the from uh, the sports brew to Duke. Beating that ass. <laughs> Hell yes. This is how we duke it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like that. You know what? I I made that up on the spot, but I'm going to run with that. I mean, you no, I, I planned that. <laughs> yeah, this exactly. Is, this is how we duke it. Hell yeah, dude. I'm feeling that. Yeah. That's, that's a keeper. That's a keeper. All right, Mark. Go get some rest, man. Catch you a little bit later, bro. All right, folks. Peace out. Enjoy. All right. Late. All right, had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we're back. We're going to go ahead and wrap up with some NFL news notes, bits, bobbles, roundtable, you know, quick hits, whatever, man. Uh, but Randy, I know you kind of randomly popped up in the middle of the podcast. You didn't get an intro. Didn't, you got nothing. So I, I, owe you, I owe you a little bit. So let's go ahead and get you in here proper, man. Better late than never. Um, side note, what did you think of uh, Mark's Gandalf the Brown turd hat? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking to Shannon during the break, and I'm going, did anybody even think to say Mark's giving a new meaning to the word shithead right now? <laughs> <laughs> I figured he was just wearing it in honor of the New York Giants season. That's what I thought, but... You know yeah. what? You could be correct, considering, you know, hey, Nick Mullins gets to start again, but we'll see how that turns out. Considering he thinks Kyle Shanahan talks too long. I know that was funny. And I think it's great that uh, like he's he's sitting here like yelling back, and you know it's not a two way it's not two way, dude. <laughs> that was hilarious. And then he's like, yeah, Kittle talks too much. That was hilarious, man. That was super funny, man. Uh, I don't know. That's that, that. I can't say that's a super desirable um, <laughs> matchup to see, but maybe that's one of those games that'll end up being entertaining. You know what I mean? In its own right, maybe. And uh, obviously Mullins is, is kind of a feel-good story in a little bit of a dumpster fire year for you. So 
Um, yeah. Maybe he has another good game. Maybe. I don't know that they can do what they did to the... I mean, that Raiders game was atrocious from the Raiders. Obviously, it was good from the 49ers standpoint. I don't know if it's going to be that, but I don't know. I hope you enjoy it for whatever it actually is. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm just kind of riding it out and see what happens, and hopefully something good comes of it. I mean, it's nice to know that we have a young guy who looks like he's at least ready to give it his all. So, Well, he got a lot of enthusiasm. You never With a guy like that that comes out of nowhere, you never quite know you know what to expect so you know and, and the Raiders are so bad I mean who knows if you know that was just a one-off kind of fluke freak thing but I think he, he clearly deserves another another crack at starting and you kind of see what happens um I mean the year's a loss I mean they're not going anywhere so why not just run with it you know what I mean at my, this point it's just draft positioning for yeah the most part yeah no and, absolutely and hoping, and hoping some of these younger guys really start to kind of click because obviously, you know, you were two drafts in for Shanahan and Lynch, and it's really going to be interesting to see if, if it's going to pay div- pay dividends in the long run. So, yeah, you know, losing Garoppolo, I mean, it's a big blow. Uh, you know, anytime you have a legit regime change and a change of philosophy and draft and, and how they're building the team, particularly when a, a team has kind of bottomed out and is coming back up, and you're going to have an influx of youth and a change of scheme and a change of talent and a change of roster, which, I mean, NFL roster, there's a stunning amount of turnover with every single team's roster every year. But um, there's just so many players. But they, they clearly need that. So, yeah. I mean, I think this becomes a year of, you know, you're in, a, you're in a period of time where you're looking for young guys that are showing some promise, some upside, some potential. And then you want to know that the coaching is solid. And hopefully they can get enough talent and grow the team. I mean, I think that's... You know, uh, when I think of the Browns, it's very much what what the Browns are. It's you know a team that is is stocking up on young talent, and we'll see what they make of it. Uh, side note, Shannon, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Bruce Arians actually said he might come out of retirement for the Browns job. <laughs> so I thought was kind of funny, but um, you know, you want to know that you want to believe that they're trending in the right direction with ownership. They're trending in the right direction with uh, management, and certainly with their roster. Um, if it, you know what I mean, if you, if you're going to have to hit the reset button, you know, do it and then climb back out of the hole. Um, yeah. so we'll see if that's the case for you. So, uh, well, I'll tell you what, man, let's run through a couple of things real quick. Uh, Patriots Packers, I thought was a, was a, for the most part was a really good game. Uh, Packers had a lot of fight in them. Uh, this is the second week in a row where they've played a, a, an upper tier team really tough and it just gets away from them. They shot themselves in the foot against the Rams uh, thanks for the memories, Tom Montgomery. And yeah, they kind of did the same thing. Uh, another fumble. Um, I think it was 17-17 at the time. And you know, that fumble was so costly uh, with, the, with the Packers driving down and really having good field position, looking like they were going to have a go-ahead score. Uh, and then it really th- – that game just turned really quickly. And then the, the, the Patriots just kind of, you know, lit them up and, and took care of business, man. I, and I know it was hyped as, as 12 versus 12 and all that stuff with Rodgers and Brady. And I, I certainly enjoyed it for, you know, for that angle. I, I look at this and, you know, the, the, the Patriots have won, what, six in a row? Oh, yeah. And they're getting their groove. And I, I think if from a Packers standpoint, you have to wonder if this is going to be one of those years where they're close, no cigar. They, they You know, they tease you a little bit. And it's just it's just hard to eat those two games the way that they did back to back is tough, particularly when they played well enough 
uh, to be in the mix, to be able to win it. And then they just, they find ways to lose, you know, and you hate to be a team that finds ways to lose. And look, yeah, I've dealt with enough Redskins football for a long time. I'm well, I'm well versed in teams that find ways to lose. You know what I mean? And uh, that, that's the tough thing, but kudos to the Patriots. Uh, wasn't quite the shootout I thought we were going to get, but uh, that was a, that was a compelling. It, it was a, it was a good football game. It just got away from the Packers late, uh, but I think that's more of a you know credit and kudos to the Patriots than it is you know absolute Packers fail buckets. And that when they when they okey doked them, and I, I don't remember if this was right after the turnover, but uh, or quite where that was. But when they had that play where it looked like he was throwing to Edelman and Edelman jumps up, but it's really going to Josh Gordon, and he's just balling down for the touchdown. I was like, yeah, <laughs> sorry, y'all. It's done. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. And uh, obviously they're not scheduled to meet again in the regular season until 2022. And it, Brady actually said he plans to be around. Dude, he'd be 45. I can't imagine that he's still playing there, but who knows? I guess with that guy, you just – until he's actually retired, <laughs> you might as well just assume he's going to be there. I mean, it's his call at this point. It, of course it is. Of course it is. Saints-Rams I thought was a really good game. Um, that was also another really compelling one. Uh, the Saints, seven straight win after uh, losing their season. I still don't know how they managed to lose to Tampa Bay. It's still amazing to think about. But uh, Michael Thomas obviously balling out like a champ. And uh, dude, we got to be we got to be real, man. The Saints really have an incredible home field advantage. Oh my gosh, they yes. have an incredible home field advantage. I, I'm not quite sure what to make of this Des Bryant signing. It doesn't really have anything to do with this particular game, but I don't know what Des Bryant has left in the tank. But if he can take a little bit off of you know some of the other guys and can be a solid two slash three slash whatever he's going to be. I would think that he's going to be most relevant early on in the red zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, in short yarded situations and 20, you know, 20 and in. Uh, and, you know, we've talked about Dak plenty. And I, I like that. I like that kid. But, you know, he's nowhere near what Drew Brees is. Oh, God. No. Nowhere near what that guy is. And Drew Brees is going to stick that ball. And, and just he's going to put Des Bryant in good positions. I don't know how many targets that guy is going to have. I don't know how much opportunity that, that guy is going to have. But they're going to figure out how to use him, how to use him effectively, even if it's only in a few packages and in certain game scenarios and situations. But they're going to put him in, in good spots, and they'll they'll get some utility out of him. So, and, and for Des, quite frankly, coming out of Dallas, the way that team looks, I know we had to sit out a long time, probably got humbled a little bit by that. Smart you know, move. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, that's that's a good team to sign with because, you know, when you're talking about your top two, three, four teams in the league, the Saints are one of them. Yeah, and if they're one of those teams out of the four that would sign you, then you're good. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, we knew New England needed a receiver, but I don't think they ever brought them in. No, well, they kind of already have one reclamation project in in Gordon. So <laughs> one at a time. One at a time, buddy. And Gordon seems to be working out quite well. So has uh, has recently, that's for sure. I think he's finally off the injury report with his hamstring, for whatever that's worth. But go ahead. I was say, but I was uh, what I was saying in the chat earlier. I think, like you were saying with Des, I think the biggest thing for him is he's a big body. Yep. That 
Breeze can just kind of throw it, you know, lob it up there for him for he can get get jump balls in the end zone, stuff like that. I think yeah. that's what he's going to be best at for them. Yeah. Um, I, I think it'll be a good third down option as well to mm-hmm. kind of just help move the sticks if they need a, you know, just a big body to kind yeah. of box out and just clear a spot and grab a pass and get a first down. Well, I mean, there's so many weapons in New Orleans. It's not like you can be like, oh, we're going to take away Des Bryant from you. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, y'all. So, I mean, Mike it, Thomas do a double move and yeah. go get a cell phone I celebration. Know. I know. Uh, I, I still can't. That was it. fantastic. I chuckled at it. You know, I try not to be a hard ass and the, the old proverbial stick in the mud. Old man yells at clouds. Kind of deal with those things. <laughs> I thought it was kind of a hoot. Um, you can bitch about it. You know, I I don't love that stuff, but I don't really mind that stuff unless it gets out, out of hand, out of control. And I think the only real argument you can make at that point is is that there was enough game left uh, that the Rams weren't out of it, uh, and so that was a little bit that was a little bit brazen. Uh, he had a flip phone tucked into the stanchion on both both ends of the field, so he was ready one way or the other. Um, and if if I remember correctly, Shannon. Uh, he had to go to some rather choice locations to uh, obtain those flip those uh, flip phones. <laughs> so. Yeah, he had to. I, I guess, as someone put it, the rough part of town to go get yeah. those. He's probably. My he, question is: yeah. Is why didn't you just Amazon that bitch? Yeah, dude, you telling me you can't find some flip phones on Amazon, you know, or Come Craigslist on, or whatever, or the Goodwill? You can probably go to the Salvation Army find a flip phone, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. Goodwill. Yeah, I was just playing, paying a little tribute to Joe Horn. Uh, flag got thrown immediately. Uh, you know, my I think my, my the, the only real complaint I think you can make is that that was kind of a brazen move um, just because the Rams can obviously score points quickly. Uh, it did, came out of nowhere. Like, I would yeah. never expect that Michael Thomas to do yeah. that. It, it was a surprise, and maybe that's part of why it was so impactful. But. Maybe just needed to get that one out of the system for the year. But uh, what, 211 yards, franchise record? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good game. Good game. Uh, side note, uh, Todd Gurley, with, he had a seven-yard touchdown early to, to uh, tie the game up 7-7. Uh, that was his 12th straight game with a touchdown. Uh, the longest streak since uh, our buddy LT did it in 2004-2005. Now, he went 18 in a row. So, um, you know, Gurley's got a ways to go to that. But 12th straight game, man, that's on point. Uh, also like Ben Watson um, with the baby belly cele- uh, celebration when he stuffed the ball in his shirt. and it, Was he holding up his hand? for? Was that his fifth kid? Is that what he meant by that? But I thought that was kind of a hoot. So I like the Rams. I thought their defense was a little bit, little bit of a mess. And I know that's home field advantage for the Saints. Uh, they, to me, were the better prepared uh, team. And they executed at a higher level. Uh, although I love McVeigh, man, and I, I swear the Redskins made the wrong. They should have just gotten rid of Gruden and, and hired that guy. But uh-huh. said I uh water under the bridge now. But I, I loved McVeigh's attitude in, in the postgame pressers talking about the loss and um, the things that it, they didn't do right, and you know finding a way to coach through it and play through it and learn from it and setting themselves up for success down the road. I fully expect the Rams and Saints, barring something really weird. I expect the Rams and the Saints to be in it late in the playoffs. Um, and it's certainly conceivable that that would be, depending on how you know everything breaks, that that's, that's a preview of the NFC Championship game. And, well, you know, I'll guarantee you this. Good. The Saints ain't putting 35 up on them in the first half again. That's for sure. 
Unlikely. Unlikely. Fun factoid, by the way. Uh, Drew Brees is 20-0 and zero in his career after throwing three touchdown passes uh, before halftime. Right? <laughs> it's a random one, but uh, you, I'd like to think if you're scoring 21 out of the gate, you're probably setting yourself up for some, uh, some Pretty success. good chance you're going to win Pretty good game. chance. Yeah, pretty good chance. Uh, other rando fun factoid, Cooper Cup. I didn't realize his grandfather actually played for the Saints and is in the Saints Hall of Fame. Wow. How about that? Yeah. So that was, that was kind of a neat one. Here's a random one for you. Uh, Breeze, by the way, was sacked zero times in back-to-back games. It's a big accomplishment, particularly given all the gloss that uh, the Rams' defense and the Rams' defensive line gets. That was a bit of a surprise. However, uh, here's what I think. One of the things I think is uh, it's kind of like an interesting rando fun factoid takeaway from this one. They scored 80 combined points in this game. That's the fourth highest scoring game this season. Do you know what the other three or the three games with a higher combined point total this season? Do you know what they are? Patriots, Chiefs. Patriots, Chiefs, week six. That was 83. Um, you said higher than 80? Uh-huh. Well, Again, the other one's got to be Chiefs, somebody else, I would imagine. Nope. No? Nope. Mm-mm. I bet you one of those games has the oh, Buccaneers in it. Saints Buccaneers, eighty-eight week, week eight, one. Yep, look at you, man. Eighty-eight points, week one. Bucks at Saints. Good job, Randy. Good job, good job, good effort. And uh, there's one other one, number two, which is fitting for Mark's hat in the two spot. <laughs> <laughs> Most combined oh. points, week four. Week four, 87 combined points. Uh, what's one of the... Do you want to know uh, who it is? Because without looking it up, I don't think anybody would guess it's these two teams. Probably not, or I'm either going to kick myself going seriously. You want to know who it was? All right, here you go. Browns. Oh, damn. I f- totally forgot about that. Yeah, Browns. Go Ra- ahead, Justin. Browns Raiders in week four, 87 combined points. Oh, that's right. That's the only game Oakland won. Yeah. Nuts. Nuts. So. I'm sitting there going, racking my brain going, oh, and like, oh, damn, that's right. I forgot about that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, mm-hmm. those two teams kind of are forgettable. So. Uh, yeah, I know. Well. The season's a little rough. You're not you're not staking staking your claim on being like, woo, Browns Raiders, yeah. So, uh, rando fun factoid. So there you go, Falcons Redskins. I'm kind of glad we were at Carter's Mountain and I didn't have to actually suffer through watching this bag of shit. Finished 38 to 14. Julio Jones, you know, gets finally gets his you know first touchdown of the season. But yeah, by, by the way, just yeah, did you see? Did you? Get a chance to at least see the replay. Like the entire team just ran over to him after he got that touchdown. Oh, it was great! It was great! It was great! It was in the fourth quarter. He got a 35-yard touchdown. His first regular season touchdown since Week 12 of last season. So not only did he shake Josh Norman, uh-huh. right, and he shook. He look. He shook off Josh Norman, right, and he also he broke free of Ha Ha Clinton Dix. You know what I'm saying? He spun Josh Norman around, and he broke free of Clinton Dix to get into the end zone. And yes, Shannon, to be fair, Ha Ha Clinton Dix did let him go. 
I figured I'd hat trick that one for you. Well, you gotta play Shake It Off, though. I will. I was waiting for you to. I was waiting for you to chime in with a little extra, extra sauce on that one. Well, much, much like Duke had the trio, you had the trio as well. I was ready on that one, bro. Ready. <laughs> but it, you, you know, guys couldn't have done this in the segment I wasn't here no, for. Of course not. So no, we waited. We waited <laughs> we did. for you, bro. We did. We did. Thanks. We did. Much appreciated. We, we, we dreamed hey, the dream that Randy, Randy would have to listen to those three songs. <sighs> Randy. Damn Randy. it, man. Randy. What can I say? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, there's one thing that hasn't come up yet, and I ain't mentioning it because then it will come up. So. Just, uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. What, do you want to rewind? <laughs> no, we don't need to turn back time on this one. Oh, okay. All right. Nope, not saying it. Nope. <laughs> not going to do it? Not going to do it. Not going to do it live. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, no, not, not happening. Now, you should have seen the other hat that Mark had on. Oh, Lord. Damn it! <laughs> he he did have a shark hat. He did. Uh, son of a bitch. Ha ha. Ha ha. Clinton Dix. Ha ha. Well, now him wearing that shit on his head definitely makes him a shithead for sure. Now after that. <laughs> Savage. Savage, dude. So ruthless. Man. Anyway. Well, I learned from the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snarky guiles, baby. There you go. Snarky guiles, man. You get the hot stepper. Which is what I hope uh, Brita is against the Giants, because i got to play him in my flex position. <laughs> in one of the leagues. That's what I need. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'll do okay. As long I as he's healthy. So. Well, that's the well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's all right. Oh, man. Let me flip back to that. So, for my notes of the Redskins game, I want you to know that I didn't write a lot on this game because I, I was just like, Bleh. I tried to watch them like ultra fast forward, and I really spent more time with highlights than with the actual game. But a key theme that comes out over and over and over uh, number one, obviously the injury bug, of course, hits the Redskins again. I feel like every year this is just this is just the story, and it sucks so bad. Because Trent Williams is hurt, uh, Brandon Scherf is done for the year, Morgan Moses gets hurt, uh, Laval is is down with a knee injury. It just I'm like ugly. Then I'm like AP nine carries, seventeen yards, ugly, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Late second quarter, thirty six seconds on the clock. Matt Ryan hits Calvin Ridley for a 40-yard touchdown on third and nine. Ugly. <laughs> Julio Jones breaks free of Haha Clinton Dix to get in the end zone. Ugly. Barf buckets. I feel like, as I was writing notes, like, I didn't have all... You know what I mean? It was, it was sad. Yeah, I, I, I felt like I was a Kentucky Wildcat fan. Yes. I mean, it just sucked. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, you also lost there, Paul Richardson I, for I the season yeah, he, as well. He, he's done for the year. Um, I, I know they're what five and three, but that's they're not hey, going anywhere. Lose, 
They're losing the O line, guys. No. I mean, that was your bread and butter right there. And gotta have the line because I think when what is it when AP has like fifteen plus touches or whatever or carries. They're I don't know if it's five and O. Either way, they've won a lot of games, but you know if AP, if AP doesn't have a good game, they're not winning. Yeah. And that's, oh. the, that's the funny part because he wasn't even on the opening or the rosters going into camp. Dude. It's amazing. Side note, and I thought this was a, this was a strange side note. Let's see if I can find it real quick. So before they signed Adrian Peterson, they, had, they offered Orleans Darkwa a contract. He turned it down because he thought he was worth more than the veteran minimum. So they ended up bringing in AP for a workout, and they signed Peterson. Orleans, Dar- Orleans Darkwell, by the way, still unemployed. Really? Good job, buddy. Good job. Good effort. Yep. Uh, Jay Gruden on the Redskin injuries. This train doesn't stop. Thanks, bro. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Well, and Uh-oh. I know the biggest thing Is I know Jay with- Gruden on the train. Oh, Does no. he want everybody to get on a ride? He probably the train. needs to be on the train out of DC. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, it was, it was watching that game. It was just interesting to see once the O line got hurt. It's just like you watched that de- the Falcons defense just eight nine in the box, daring Alex Smith to beat him. That's obviously see, not going to happen. He's one, not that type of quarterback. It's one of the things that really bugged me. Is it's one thing for the Falcons to put up points. You know they have an offense that has upside, right? Um, they don't always hit it, but it was super frustrating and disappointing as a Redskins fan to play a team that's got a marginal slash weak-ass defense, and the Redskins did that. I know they lost a lot of offensive linemen. I get it. I hear you. I got it. But that was atrocious. If You may, you know what I mean? You can't be making the Falcons defense look like they're like, yeah, buddy, we're pro, all pros, what up? No, that's a, that's a bad sign. Can't do it. Can't do it. That's a bad, Red, bad sign. Redskins are clearly a team that needs to play with a the lead. They If they get behind yes. two scores, yeah, then, no. then there's problems. Can't do it. Yep. Can't do it. I mean, it's... <laughs> that That's, uh, you know, Jacksonville's one of those teams. The Redskins are one of those teams. Because they, they're not built to put a lot of points on the board. You know what I mean? So it, it's got to be kind of a close slightly ugly affair that's what they need to be in it and to win it it's got to be run game and defense because you can't you can't trust the offense to put up you know a significant number of points they can score but they play some ugly football man play some real ugly football and you need ap at least 15 to 20 touches yeah minimum well unless he's only getting you know half a yard per carry or one yard per carry or something crappy. Uh, but you got Capri Bibbs, you got, I mean, they've got some other guys. The injury, it was a bad week. I know. The, the injuries are going to take it out of them. That, that's a lot of bodies to lose on, on the O-line. That's a lot of bodies to lose. So uh, I have a feeling I, I'm going to stick to it. I said it earlier this year. I still think Philly takes that division. I had a little bit of Redskins, Redskins fan optimism, They've pretty much crushed that out of me. <laughs> Sir, are you saying they let the bodies hit the floor? Bro, yes. Least likely to come up with that song? Me. This is true. I wouldn't have expected you to come up with that. <laughs> the bodies 
Yeah. Let the record hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this story before, fellas. I know what's going to happen, and it's not going to be good. I think we've all had our shares of yeah, seasons no. like this. Uh, it, yeah. If I had to put money on anybody, Philly's going to come back and, and get this division, man. But you know what? At least it's not Dallas. At least it's not Dallas. By the way, side note, I'm surprised that Troy Aikman came out as strongly as he did talking about Dallas. Talking about they essentially need complete organizational change. They're going to blow it up. Quote, go through, the, go through the list of this team over a long period of time has been what it's been, right? It hasn't always mattered who the head coach has been. So to me, if you're asking me, I'd say there has to be a complete overhaul of the entire organization. I mean, Troy Aitman yeah. just threw him under the bus, bro. Good luck with that. Yeah, but. he threw him under the Madden Cruiser, backed it up, ran back over it, did a donut, got the hell out of there. <laughs> he torched him. But I mean, yeah. look at the look what he was surrounded with when he was playing, I know. and I know. it was very. I mean, it was, you know, everybody bought into the coaching. Everybody played hard. Everybody just, you know, the talent was there. Now it's just like, yeah. hey, everybody, let's throw eight or nine guys in the box, shut down Zeke, and then make Dak Prescott beat us with absolutely what number twos and threes, and maybe not even number twos at well, that point. I mean, at this point, they've got Cooper yeah. now, and I, look, we understand that losing Witten was an issue. We get it, but I mean, I kind of feel like I'm watching Dak, and I'm like, you know, he's Dallas's Alex Smith. You know what I mean? <laughs> He'll tease you just enough to think that he's going to do it, but in actuality, no. Oh, it's he's play action. He needs yeah. Zeke getting big, big time rushes yeah. for him to be effective. <clears throat> well, if Zeke if Zeke's not effective, then Zach, uh, Dak's no. not going to be effective. No. I mean, the Titans' defense was all over his ass this, on Monday night. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Titans played a good game. You, you have to give, you know, certainly justified credit to them for showing up and balling out and, and just handling that. Just handling that. If you're a Cowboys fan, it's it's probably going to be a rough end of the season, man. I hate to tell you. Well, actually, I don't hate to tell you. Um, <laughs> but Dallas, hey, look, Sam Bradford's available. Come on, man. Cardinals gave him Das Boot. Yeah, he's got knee he's got knee issues at the moment. Yeah. He's at By the way, yeah. I did appreciate uh, uh Kevin is it Byard who uh mm-hmm. intercepted Dak in the end zone and decided to recreate the TO star. Nice. Yeah, except nobody no, nobody blew him up on the star. Yeah. Tells you how much pride there is on that Cowboys team. Not a lot. Um nope. No. <laughs> uh, Sam Bradford, is there anybody that's made more money for doing less than Sam Bradford? Oh, okay, Albert Hainsworth. That, that's that's fair. Um, but is there anybody that's made more money for marginal results and underachieving and underperformance than Sam freaking Bradford? Matt Flynn? Matt Flynn made a lot of money off of one game. A lot. I mean, I think Matt Flynn's in the room. I don't think he's made as much. No. Hainsworth got a lot because Flynn got a lot of money from Seattle, and then they just he did, and then what? Is that when they drafted Russell yes. Wilson? Then he got cut. Yes, and they went with Russell yeah. Wilson, which was the right decision. Clearly, yeah. the right yeah. decision. But in the moment, if you're the player that signs there, you know, it sucks for you. <laughs> sucks Who was the guy with the Nationals, Randy? That 
signed a huge contract and just sucked ass for like seven years. You mean Jason Worth? Yes. It was like like he was like almost he was like in his thirties and he's like a seven year. Hundred plus million dollar deal, nice. and he just hasn't lived up to the whatever they were expecting him to. He had like yeah. one good year with them. Yeah, I think his last year was last, or his last season was last year. So, but yeah, that's another bad one that I can recall at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Josh Hamilton, maybe. I mean, he had substance abuse issues, but. I mean, and of course, Pujols' contract with the Angels near the tail end of his career, he's he was never right after a certain point. Uh, he's had leg issues for a number of years. Look, the the end of sports careers can be very cruel. Yeah. Body betrays you. Uh, you know, injuries catch up. I mean, things just, once you're an older athlete. I mean, we saw with Peyton, his body finally said, nope, I'm yeah. done. No, body was like, yeah, sorry. You, know, you can totally be, you know, mother-brained out all you want, but it's not going to translate anymore. Done. And you know, you know, when you're watching somebody, you know when they're when they're hitting their exit point. You know it. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, not that it's happening anytime soon, but we're starting to see it with Brady a little bit. Seems like his passes aren't as uh, doesn't have the velocity they used to. He's still accurate. And he still plays well, well enough for them to win. But he he's definitely not the same Brady from a couple of years ago. No, but what he is, he's he's prepared. They're going to put him in good situations to win. He doesn't take unnecessary hits. Uh, he doesn't expose himself. Uh, well, that's Looking at you, Cam Newton. Yeah. He doesn't, you know, he, he, he doesn't expose himself to a ton of big hits. Uh, I mean, you know. That system that they have, they're so efficient with it. Yeah, I mean, Brady gets the ball the hell out of there. You know what I mean? Um, he doesn't. They do not waste a lot of time with that. So that's a. That's yeah, I, a, thought, I thought it was neat showing the uh, the comparison of the tape between him and Rogers and yeah. how quickly they're getting the ball out. That was a really nice, a nice eye opener to show that even though at his age he's just he knows where his guys are and he's just dumping it off as quickly as possible. Yep. yep. I don't. I don't know if he'll make forty-five, but I certainly think that, given how he's looked this season, I would certainly think he has another. And maybe what he's just going to do is every year he's going to revisit and figure out if he has enough in the tank and can still do it. You know what I mean? Maybe he's going to be dragged off the field kicking and screaming. Maybe, but well, that'd be that'll be the wife dragging him off the field. Might be. <laughs> nah, I think with Brady, I mean. Could he play another four or five years? Absolutely, but it's about the I mean, It's about the I hits. think if yeah, I think if he gets another ring, I think it's a he calls it a day. I mean, you're at that point. You've got you would have nine Super Bowl appearances with six victories. No one's going to touch that. Yeah, you're already a surefire first ballot Hall of oh, Famer. So. I mean, I don't if, even know why they me, need look, the five years for that guy. I, exactly. I, I know that. Jerry Rice set the bar impossibly high, right? Because my understanding is, isn't Rice the only one that ever had 100% support to go into the hall? I yes. believe so. I'm pretty sure. And so, like, the story is that they won't let anybody, they won't give anybody else 100% support to get into the Hall of Fame. And I'm just like, 
Uh, look, if there's anybody, if there's anybody, it's Tom I mean, Brady. Because how do you how do you argue one iota against? He's got rings. He's got stats. He's got longevity. He's got production. I mean, he's yeah. got. I mean, what do you argue against with him? Style style points, I guess. But outside of style points, what do you argue about? What can you argue about Brady? That's a that's a negative. You really can't. Yeah, I don't think so. Speaking of another quarterback that's going into the hall, <clears throat> yeah, I gotta I gotta say I I've seen this man's toughness before, but after the hit that Roethlisberger took, I thought for sure his season was done. Oh, when he, he and got then the he, wind and then he him? came back in yeah. and just I was like, damn! I was worried for a split second that that was the end of him. Yeah. Yeah, this season. No, I yeah, that one was a little nasty. That was a little nasty. He's he's a tough sucker though. He's a tough sucker. Tough as will be, man. Mm-hmm. 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 But I mean, I would I expected nothing less out of that game between the Steelers and the Ravens. Just that physical, just you know, just rivalry that that those two teams have is. Yeah. I expected nothing less from that game. Let's see if I can scroll up real quick. <sighs> I don't have anything written down for that. Oh, here we go. I have a couple of notes. All right. <laughs> James Conner keeps on trucking, and oh yeah, Le'Veon Bell. Just go ahead and sit up the whole season, bro. They don't want you. I mean, apparently he's out. in Pittsburgh, sit the city, out. at this point. Yeah. They're, but I mean, that's Conner's job, dude. They're even if he does report at this point in time, mm-hmm. you can uh, you can carry Conner's bags there, Le'Veon. You can carry his bags. <laughs> That's cold, have bro. Have you have you noticed with Connor, like ever since uh, that one week where I said he's been absolutely sucking, he's actually been just tearing it up ever since. He must have he must have listened. He had to have. He I must have just given him that extra oomph to yeah, go well, out there and sh- prove me wrong. He got the Ravens locked him down in week four. He only had nineteen uh, nineteen rushing yards. Not his issue this time against the Ravens. No. Uh, a hell of a defense to make an impression on. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite lines from this game uh, was from Don Martindale, Ravens defensive coordinator. Right. He said, quote, there are a lot of stats that the Steelers are better without him, him in this case being Bell. Uh, but I love this part of it. That might be why Le'Veon Bell is off riding a jet ski down in Miami right now. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard. Look, I mean, you know, at some point, the line of the team respond to what Connor is and mm-hmm. how he likes to run, you know. So I think you just got to run with it. You know, not that I don't think Le'Veon Bell is a tremendous back. I do. I think he's fantastic. But I think they misplayed their hands. And, you know, if, if you're going to argue chemistry, dude, just keep running with Connor. Yeah, and Bell and, at this point just needs to sit out the season because yeah. he can be a free agent in 2019. Uh, he's accrued enough time, so. Yeah. Um, well, and just, he'll get paid. Like mm-hmm. I mean, he'll get the con- type of contract he wants. He's not going to get, you know, quarterback money. Cause, Somebody you know, will pay him it. stupid money. Somebody will. But he'll get, like, probably, like, probably close to what Beckham and uh, A.B. are getting. Probably out of Look, for a running back anyway. It only takes one team. That's it. Yep. Yeah, it only very takes true. One. Only takes one. Only takes one. Questions is who's desperate enough to make to throw that type of money at him. I don't know. I, uh, side note: I did like how uh, Big Ben. Yeah, he left with the injury, but he also left-footed a punt in the first quarter. 
was like, what? Sure as hell, man. Big Ben punted the crap out of that. thought that was random, and that was funny. Uh, Chiefs obviously beat the brakes off the Browns. Uh, this was not like that Oklahoma-Texas Tech shootout from back in college. Um, but still, some, some quality football was mixed in. And I think as far as Baker Mayfield and Mahomes, you just you just appreciate them. You appreciate their development, uh, what they've done this season, um, and what the upside for them can be. I like the fight that Baker Mayfield has in them. I like yeah. that. Um, I mean, Brown showed some heart. They kept it close for uh-huh. a little bit, and then just the talent that the Chiefs have on offense just finally overpowered them. Right. So that's to separate so, it out. Yeah. Well, now was this eight or seven games in a row now for Mahomes with over 300 yards? Uh, eight. Eight in a row. Uh-huh. Eight. That's uh, crazy. He's got 29 passing touchdowns this season, leads the NFL. Here you go. The most consecutive games with 300-plus passing yards in a single season in the NFL. I'm going to wager a guess what any of these teams are. You know one. You got my homes. You know one. Uh, Kurt Warner with the Rams. Nope. Really? Nope. Uh, Peyton Manning with the Colts? Yep. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady with the Patriots? Nope. Drew Brees? Brees. The Saints? Yeah, so most consecutive games with 300-plus passing yards in a single season. Mahomes, 8 this year. Andrew Luck, 8 in 2014. And Drew Drew Brees with 7. 7, 2011. Wow. Some names that I would not expect aren't aren't up there. That's kind of surprising. I figured it would have been Peyton. And not luck. Well, well yeah, Rodgers yeah. or Favre would be no would be two that I would have yeah. thought about as well. The issue is the consecutive games. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the that's the issue. Speaking of Favre, oh, that's so funny you brought this up. Uh, happy anniversary, uh, Brett Favre uh, and Antonio and Antonio Freeman, dude. That Monday Night Miracle. Oh yeah, yeah. This, okay. this is the 18th anniversary of that. Uh, it was an overtime overtime game against the Vikings, and Favre hoofed that thing up for Freeman, and you just figure it hits the ground because of, of the defender, because of Freeman bobbling it, and then it rolling around on his shoulder and body and arm, or whatever the hell was going on. I mean, just how, how that ended up being a, a, a catch, and then he gets up and runs in. He gets the walk-off overtime touchdown. It's just amazing to me. I thought you were going to say it was the anniversary of a special picture he sent. <laughs> That's what I was oh, thinking, Oh, flick too. my bick? Well, it, it may be. We'd have to ask Jen Sturger about it for a uh, point of clarification. We'd have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen would go, Arnold, no deal. No deal. No deal. Let me scroll down here. Well, yeah. Ugh, Redskins, Falcons. This makes me want to barf every time I see it. <laughs> well, I will say that the uh, year for the year of the kicker, or the not the year of the kicker, continued uh-huh. with uh, Texans and Broncos, with McManus missing that field goal as time expired. Oh, dude, you want to talk about the year of the kicker? Did you not? Did you see the picture of Philip Rivers staring at Caleb Sturgis after? <laughs> That dude was missing how, everything. How do you that miss? Day. How do you miss two extra points, bro? How? I mean, 
Philip Rivers looked at him like one of his kids did something wrong, and he was given that death stare that the dads always give their kids when they're screwing up. up? (laughs) I'm just saying, it's super relevant because that's that's crap. That's crap. And uh, guess what happened on Monday? What? Caleb Sturgis went bye bye. The Das Boot. So the the Cardinals give uh, yeah, the Cardinals give Sam Bradford Das Boot. Bro, six point seven five million per touchdown. By the way, he threw two. That's what he got this year. Uh, not bad. Wow, not bad. I mean, his agent must go into the agent hall of fame at this point, right? Look, has anyone made more money for doing less? I, I don't rat? think so. Uh, I, like, I, I want that man's agent. Yeah, right. A hundred and twenty-seven <laughs> million. Uh, they, I think I read that his left knee, there's no cartilage in there, and it's just bone on bone at this point. Oi. Yeah. No, it's, probably, it, mm. it's probably time to hang it up. He's had a good career. He's made a, an ass load of money. You yeah. Know? I mean, as long as he's invested wisely and hadn't touched too much, he should be fine. Yeah. I mean, if I'm Bradford, you know what I'm, I'm looking for is a, is a, is a high-caliber team that needs a backup quarterback to run scout team and just get some backup reps. Matter of fact, sign with the Saints. League minimum. Back, you know what I mean? Just That's it. Call it a day, man. And then if, if, if he happens to pick the right team and he wins a ring, retire, bro. It's call done. it a day. Retire, call it a day and retire. No doubt. I, I did not write notes for Vikings-Lions other than the Vikings sacked uh, Stafford 10 times. That was just nasty. I 10 de- times and a defensive touchdown. Yeah. I definitely did not write any notes about Dolphins Jets. Uh, Sam Darnold had four picks. That's all you need to know about that game. Uh, what you need to know four? is that what you need to know is that Peyton Manning approves this message. Please, he says, "Please break that interception record." <laughs> Although didn't, uh, uh, Darnold's not playing two this of weekend, those picks right? Return for touchdowns. I think two in that game. Uh, just one because it was thirteen to six. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, well, Darnold's not starting this week, so I know. that foot. He yeah. should have been starting it all this year. Let's be honest. McCown should have not. been the one playing. Yes. Yes. That would have yeah, been well. the prudent, conservative, probably the right decision for a, a developmental standpoint. But there's something to be said for the trial by fire. I mean, Darnold has had a few moments, for sure. But, you know. It's not like the kid's Baker, Baker Mayfield here. I mean, he's Baker Mayfield at least showing like he has some polish for being a rookie. Yes. On, in, but Darnold is just, he's being inundated by just being hit and just being confused by defenses left and right. Right. Scrolling back to my notes, it's rolled right back up to Jerry Jones said he would extend Dak Prescott. I'm just like, no. F-O-H. Why? Bad idea, man. Actually, you know what, Jerry? Go ahead and do that. Just go ahead and do that. The Redskins fan of me does this. Yes. Golf clap. <laughs> The football fan of me says, what is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Chicago 41, Buffalo 9. My notes say Buffalo sucks. We bet. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Carolina 42, Tampa 28. North Turner, man, got that Carolina offense rolling right now. Yeah, much uh, much better on the offensive side of the ball than I anticipated. So you have to give much, credit. Yeah, much better. Gotten, be- just getting better every week. You know, just building on that. Yeah. Although if you yep. get up thirty-five yep. to seven, it's best to not 
let the team get back into the Dude, game. You got to go Mortal Kombat. Finish him. You just, yes. you have to do it. You can't blow a game if you're up twenty eight points. You can't find a way to blow that game. God. They tried. Well, yeah, trying is one thing. Actually doing it's another. True. You know, but ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh-uh. But oh. I mean, here's the interesting thing. Yeah. Before you got to figure Cam Newton, fifty-nine percent completion percentage for his career numbers. Mm-hmm. But his first year under Norb, sixty-seven percent completion. He's having a good year, man. And yeah. um, is it only deep? four interceptions, fifteen yeah. touchdowns. I mean, Norb Turner has always been like this with quarterbacks. Well, so. it, it's a better fit than I anticipated. Again, win a couple playoff games, get back to me. I, we've covered all the games. I think uh, so, man. Yeah, I've, I've I've got notes on every game, and we've been through them all. Um, Sharif Floyd, former first-round pick, is filing a $180 million lawsuit against Dr. James Andrews. Good gracious. That's a lot of dough. Uh, suffered permanent nerve and muscle damage in his right leg. Apparently, when they were he was getting a surgery, they opted for a more in-depth surgery and mm-hmm. screwed up his career. Yikes. So, we'll see how that goes. You know what else we'll see how it goes? Uh-oh. Uh, Jerry Jones saying he won't make an in-season coaching change. Uh, Jeff Fisher says, hey, man, good job, good effort. <laughs> Jeff Fisher just <laughs> called. I'm available. He is available. Wait, uh, you just want mediocrity? Okay. I'm your man. <laughs> you want average. I got you covered. Uh, also, Jerry Jones said he would extend Dak Prescott. Look, bro, if you want to do the rest of the NFC East a favor, go ahead and pay that man. <laughs> As a, the inner red scan fan of me says yes, please play, please play, you know, please pay back that, please pay. Back. Oh my god! <laughs> well, take a shot. On that note, <laughs> the inner red scan fan of me says yes, Jerry Jones, please pay Dak thirty million dollars a year. Woo. Go for it, go for it. But the sane, rational fan of me says, dude, let him play it out. Because, you know what, watch on to an extension. Let him play it out. You don't have that fifth-year option. Treat the franchise tag as your fifth-year option. And if you're still not sure, drop that on him. And if you're still not sure after that, let him go, dude. Let him walk. Let him walk. As they said, you know, what, Ricky Bobby, if you're not first, you're last. That feels like there's that's a Dak attack right there. <laughs> I'm telling you. The other thing that I think Dallas really really misses, as a Redskins fan, I get the benefit of it, was Linehan. I, I really think they made a huge mistake running that guy out of there. Mm. Terrible decision. Terrible decision. Uh, who dropped that Yo Mama joke in the sports? Was that Mark? Yes. Your, your, Yo Mama so fat, Thanos had to snap twice. <laughs> that's, that's pretty. Yes. That's pretty fantastic. That was that was well played. That's and, pretty fantastic. Uh, Jason Kelsey blasting Fairweather Dallas fans is pretty uh, fantastic as well. Man, I tell you what, we didn't really talk. Well, I mean, I may have been in La La Land for part of it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes with his 29th passing touchdown this year, but that throw he made to Kelsey in the end zone, where that thing was on a damn rope. And uh, I forget who the defender was, but it was all over Kelsey, and it didn't even matter. He stuck that thing perfectly where, yep. Kel- where, where Kelsey would bring that in. Just just nasty. 
Um, side note, uh, Patrick Mahomes, the most consecutive games with 300-plus passing yards in a single season in the NFL. Mahomes is one of them. With th- That was his eighth. Do you know who the other two are? Most yeah, consecutive reason luck. Look at you, Shannon was writing notes this week. Damn it, I can't, I can't get slip these past you. Bro, you just mentioned it like a few minutes ago. Yeah, you did. Oh, did I? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> that's, that's why I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> well, it may not be gin and juice, but I've probably had a few too many beers. <laughs> Crap. Hey, it's okay. I did it earlier this year, too, with the whole, uh, what was the, um, oh, God. You guys had just had the whole conversation. I'm like, oh, my God, what about this? And you guys were like, yeah, we just talked about we that. We did that. We did that. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> all good, dude. It's all good. We were up late last night as well, so. I this will... is how we brew it. Yeah. Sir. Hey, look, you know, I was just reinforcing the stat. That's all. There you go. That's all. Yeah. That's all. That's it. Uh, Randy, did you see the article I sent you about Wake Forest coach going to visit the injured Clint, um, excuse me, Syracuse guy in the hospital? Indeed, I did. That that was definitely a really nice gesture, and I think that shows a lot about the coach's character. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well played there, Dave Claus, and going to visit Tyrone Perkins in the hospital. That was yes, uh, sir. Well played, sir. I think we're. I think we're done, bro. I think we're done, dude. It's yeah. not even two o'clock. Holy cow! That's How good. I, I was gonna say uh, we jumped around a little bit, but uh, the North turning the Panthers, and if I already said this, oh my god, forgive me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> forgive me. But the Panthers scored thirty-five points in the first half. That's a franchise record for them. Did I already say that? No, no, actually, you didn't. Look at that. The Panthers scored 35 points in the first half, a franchise record. I didn't realize that was a franchise record. Yes, sir. We did say they scored 35, but. Yeah, franchise so what the record, hell bro. the second half then? Uh, you know, uh, look, it's magic, baby. They went ahead and strapped up with D Stat's poop hat in the second half. <laughs> right? <laughs> at least until the very end of the game, because, like, the Bucks came rolling back with a touch of that Fitzmagic fairy dust, bro. I'll just not to Deshaun Jackson, um, which is why I dropped that bitch ass in some of my in my fantasy league. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, D Jax. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I miss you, but I can't. I can't trust you in fantasy, bro. You're off my team. You're off off, off squad goals. You're out. <laughs> sorry, bro. Out. Yeah, but I was I was just scrolling back. I'm like, old Fitzmagic with the start, picking right up where Jameis left off, throwing interceptions. But uh, no, look, Curtis Samuel, and I think it's DJ Moore. And, you know, again, we've given Cam Newton grief over the years, the, the Stan Newton suggestion box, but North Turner and Cam Newton and the Panthers offense has worked out much better than I thought it would have, and that's that's a credit to North, and it's a credit to Cam. And I know he sailed a lot of balls out <laughs> against the Redskins. He was selling them out of the end zone late. I get it. But they've done some really nice things. I, I don't know how this is going to shake out. I it's hard to, to take any game with the Bucks, but so seriously. Uh, if Cam Newton and that Panthers offense are really on point against Pittsburgh, that's going to tell me a lot more than them beating up on, on Tampa Bay. You know what I mean? But, you know, 
Fitzmagic, there was enough there to at least make it competitive, not enough there to win it, which obviously is the story of his career. <laughs> Pretty um, much. Obviously. As Whitfield would tell you, just a little short. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to trust that y'all hit everything else uh, while I probably had some beer fuzz going on and some beer la-la land. Charger Seahawks, y'all got that? We got it. Look at that, man. Y'all are like pros, but dude. I, I will I will say something about Oh, that's Chargers. right, because we talked about Caleb Sturgis missing two extra points. That yes, mofo. Yes, we did. And his we ass, did. His ass getting cut. Yeah. Getting cut and Philip Rivers giving him the freaking dad death stare. No, he deserved it. Chargers, by the way, 66 big plays. Those are runs of 10-plus yards and passes of 20-plus yards. Do you know where they're at? And if you rank the NFL in big plays by those terms, where the charges are at? I would say first or second. Third. Okay. Which is still very good. Still very good. New Orleans? I don't don't have those numbers in front of me. We'd have to look them up. (laughs) I would guess. I would guess. Kansas City's one of them. Kansas City. Look, Kansas City, the Rams... Um, are probably, and New Orleans. But if you're in that group, if you're in that group, and it's one thing I will say I do like about the Chargers and I do like about Phillip Rivers, is they are sure as hell willing to push that ball down the, down the damn field. He will, Oh, yeah. He will hoof that thing up there, dude. I told y'all a few weeks Look, ago, man. Watch bro, out for the Chargers. Bro, just ask his wife. Phillip Rivers is all about going deep. <laughs> you said <laughs> ball. Hey, where are the white women at? well and i was gonna say the chargers this year there's a lot of games that last year and the year before that they would have lost no this year they're actually getting those wins that they normally would have lost in the past so like the game against seattle that the fact that they actually were able to hold them at the end of the game on Mm -hmm. that untimed down that says a lot about what this team has what this team is doing well i mean russell wilson he launched that ball to david moore hit david moore right in the damn hands I mean, he butterballed that bad boy. So, I don't know. I don't know that that – do the Chargers get credit for, the, but, I you mean, know, think more about that type of luck they've had in the past, though, because usually it's okay. the kicker missing a damn field goal. Okay, fair point. It broke their way, even though some things went against them, including some late penalties. I mean, you know, the defensive PI that set up that untimed down and that – Lame ass rough in the passer flag dropped on Melvin Ingram. Notice Shannon, I didn't say Melvin Gordon, by the way. <laughs> the rough, <laughs> the rough in the passer flag dropped on Melvin Ingram. You know they, they got some tough breaks on penalties late, but they didn't lose. And yes, in years past, they would have found a way to lose. So I mean, the, the, uh, finally, maybe you know they might actually do something in the playoffs. I guess really at this point, it's going to be what they can do against I guess Kansas City at this point. Well, because I mean they're only a game behind them, but still. They still have to play him, I think, one more time. Yeah. So. The, 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 I, I think we joked around about the Chargers being the dark horse. I think that's the way to look at them. They're the dark horse, bro. And the Chargers are good enough if they play an up game, um, particularly once they get they get Bosa back on the defense. That's yeah. That, I think, is going to make a big difference. Um, if they play an up game, they've, they've, got, they've got enough. They've got enough. They got you know Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, Tyrell or Terrell, the other guy. <laughs> That's terrible. Or whatever that other dude is. 
Uh, I mean, Antonio <laughs> Gates has nothing left in the tank. He's just he's just a big, you know, he's a butterball out there sucking up balls that they throw to him. But, um, you know, maybe Hunter Henry can surprise everybody and, and you know, get back on the field. I kind of doubt that one. But in between. I think that was a torn ACL, wasn't it? Yeah. I, don't, I believe so. I don't remember when he tore it. So I don't, I don't know what his timeline is. But I would expect we're not going to see him. Nah, um, I think it was training camp. Yeah, so I, yeah, I think was. that's why Gates is even playing at this point. Yeah, they brought him out of retirement. Do you, do you or... remember the game of Bull in his blob? That's kind of what I feel like Antonio Gates. It's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you remember that, Randy? You probably do. I do. Yeah, I kind of feel like that. That's Rivers and Gates. It's a bull in his blob. That's what. <laughs> that's that's what this is. You know what I mean? That's terrible. That's what this is at this point, man. Like for real. There's your the jelly bean is the football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so, I'm so glad you got that reference because I don't know how many people listening will. So I'm just thankful that at least you did. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I played that game. That's been a long time, bro. I don't even know why that Same game pop, here. popped into my freaking head. Right before that came out, uh, we bit, <laughs> we bit, we <laughs> bit. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Oh, and by the way, Ravens, if you fired uh, Harbaugh, you're an idiot. Y'all are idiots. Matter of fact, actually, go ahead and fire Harbaugh. Can the Redskins fire? Gr- if y'all fire Harbaugh, I want the Redskins to fire Gruden. Can you bring Harbaugh into DC? I will take that. Just don't bring Joe Flacco with you. Don't do that. What you don't want the Flacco? No, no, I, no sex panther in DC. No, none of that. <laughs> none of that. None of that. By the way, do you like how he com- he completely ignored um, Lamar Jackson when he was completely wide open? There was nobody even any, anywhere around him. He's like, I ain't throwing to him. He's like, yeah, no. Nah. I know it's third and goal at the five, and I know no one's covering you, and I know that's a touchdown, but nope, nah, <laughs> nope, no. Freaking soup Nazi, that guy. No soup for you, man. Nope. No soup for you. No, no soup for you. None. Zero. Nada. Zilch. Imagine the film room that day. So, Joe. <laughs> How did you F that up? Lamar's sent. <laughs> Lamar's wide open. Don't care. Hey, Joe. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Bro, Jackson was like, I mean, he had the hand waving like, there is nobody around me. Can you please throw me the ball? Joe Flacco was like, nah. (laughs) Nah, That dude was waving his hand like a kid in class knowing the answer Mm -mm. right away. (laughs) Flacco was like, pick me, pick me, talk to me. He was, dude. There's no way, an NFL caliber quarterback, there's no way he didn't know that guy was wide open as hell. He was just like, nope, not doing it. Screw you. F you, Rook. F you, Rook. <laughs> I'm trying I, to take my job. No. Nope. Trying to take my job. I'm not throwing you shit, man. Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. F it. Won't do it. No. He wouldn't have thrown that to him if he was throwing a, a, a dildo at a Bills fan. He wouldn't have done it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> said, nope. No dice. No dice. Anyway. All right, guys. I guess, yeah, we should get out of here. If I missed anything, then forgive me. Uh, I would imagine we've covered everything we probably need to cover. So I appreciate the laughs and the cheap humor along the way. 
as I beard myself into a very, at, at least a short term, like, I don't know, man. I, I have a, I have a blank space somewhere in the middle of the, the, the second <laughs> half of this podcast where I lost track of what was going on and what I was talking about and what y'all said. So that's, uh, yeah. That's all right, bro. That's, it happens, that's man. That's why we're here, man. We're here to back you up. I appreciate it, man. I was attacking this beer, man. We talked about doing I mean, do we, do the we go Dion Warwick and go, that's what friends are for? Oh, wow. That's an interesting poll. Wow. I thought, well, at least it didn't go good. Is, is she the one that sang that? Uh, um, I don't, I don't, I don't I remember. Hold on. So. It is Dion Warwick. Look at that. And you should have known he'd have this handy. Oh, well, well yeah, dude. Of course he's going to have You it. don't think I'm going to dig that up? Nah, I know you would. F-O-H, buddy. <laughs> you know, I can't wait till we're all old and drinking beer and hanging out, and we're going to be like... It, obviously, different gender. Thank you for being Look, as long as it's not the golden showers, like, we're good. Ooh. Ooh, no. If it's that, if it's that, uh, if it's that, we got a problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Oh my lord! Oh dear God! Okay, you started it, Shannon. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It's your damn fault. It is it your. Is. It is. It, it is, is your fault, MacGuffin. <laughs> what I do, man. Horrible song selection. You you do bring out some awful shit. <laughs> There's no doubt about it, man. I mean, you had a great one with bodies earlier, but now you did this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn it, man. Hey, gotta have balance, baby. I'm like Thanos. <laughs> what? D- double snapping on somebody's fat mom? Hey, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> to the listener out there, your mom is so fat, Thanos had to snap twice. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. You know, it's funny. That one's mislabeled because I thought it was the actual Sir Mix-a-Lot Baby Got Back. And that was like that weird <laughs> punk metal, whatever version of it it was. But I don't know. Whatever, man. That's fine. Yeah, it's the end of the road. You know what? Yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> it is. It, it's time. I mean, by the time we're breaking out the Golden Girls and Dionne Warwick, which means... Which means I have to do this too. I just want to. Oh, I just want to let you know that I, I appreciate the fact that y'all will be there. I really do. I do. Hey, hey, Justin. So if I came up with another bad song selection, mm-hmm. would that be? Oops, I did it again. Oh God! <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Shannon. <laughs> We've gone so far off the reservation right now. <laughs> you can't even see it. 
Well, obviously we're lit, so thanks, Bug Cherry. Yes. I can't believe you went Britney Spears. I know, Manu Ginobili's going to be pissed at me. Uh, that's okay. Here you go. This one's for you, MacGuffin. There you go. <laughs> Although, I guess with Mark's hat, was it like, oops, I shit it again? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm so glad I was able to get that drink down before you said that, because I was going to spit it out all over the place. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey man, you know when it's clinging and you're just trying to get to the end, just push it on out of there, buddy. <laughs> this is a disaster. Why are we off the rails with this mountain of crap right at the end? Why does that uh, happen? Because it's Why? what we do, baby. It's what Why? we do. What's our clock on the podcast? Two thirty, which means it's time to go. Okay. I was like, we got to do under three hours this week. <laughs> We did. We did. We did. We accomplished that. Uh, ladies and that. gentlemen, welcome to the shit show. <laughs> <laughs> or in sports free land known as. <laughs> yep. 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 I agree 100% with that. That's, that's, that's how we roll, bro. That's how we roll, man. That's how we roll. Did we get Sam Jackson in this week at all? Uh, like one or two. Which means that, yeah, which means that we owe, you know, well, A, we owe this to Randy. Randy! We we owe that one. (laughs) And then Sam Jackson, you know what? Shut the fuck up! I dropped that one somewhere in here. I don't remember what. But okay. I don't know. We got Arnold in earlier. I we believe. we did. We we did. We did squeeze a little Arnold in there. Okay. So, and then for the New York Football Giants. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're <laughs> probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. Okay. I I'm happy with this. I'm I'm happy with the podcast now. I'm good. <laughs> And you know what? The Giants didn't lose this past week. Hey. It was a bye week, I'm but telling hey, you. they didn't lose. Yeah. Although Kyle Loletta may have well, screwed that up. As he tried to run over a popo. It's a bad way to go, bro. You can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. You gotta pull Take out the of there. Subway, bro. Dude, you gotta pull out of there, man. I'm telling you. you gotta do it. Like quick pull, baby. Oh. Oh, and last thing, Todd. I'm just going to bring this up just for good measure. Just for you somehow making it through this whole podcast while you're out running, eating a Snickers and not being a bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're just messing with you. <laughs> We're just messing with you. We love Savage, I know. That was kind of ruthless at the end. No, we love you, bro. We love you, man. We're just, we're just giving you crap. I just wanted to throw you in there somehow just for good measure. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get out of here, man. Uh, we have the sports brew. Thanks as always for putting up with our apparent stupidity and antics at the end. Uh, as always, you can find us on our home feeds on Podbean, keywords are sports and brew, whether it's live sportscaster.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, 
uh, Podbean, any other, any other number of uh, services, man. Just track us down, have a listen, have a laugh, have a beer. Lord knows. You might need a couple of beers to get through this particular one. And that's okay. We did too. <laughs> so no, no hate from all of us. Uh, but, man, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the football. And uh, you know what? Given the state of the Redskins, look, Mark turned to the Lakers, right? Well, I'm glad that I can turn to Duke because Lord knows the Redskins yeah. The Redskins are about to deliver a fat bag of ass on the rest of the season. So, <laughs> Is it okay. official you're on to Duke now? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty close. I'm, I still got the Packers to root for, but the, the Redskins, I think, are going down the uh, going down the drain. That's a lot of injuries, man. That's a lot of injuries, bro. And uh, no, I, I think the Eagles are going to come back and take the NFC East. That'll stinks. The Redskins st- and the Giants are a dumpster fire. So I mean, pfft, what are you going to do? So uh, anyway, uh, from all of us, to all of you, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the games. And we will catch you on the flip side. Good night now. <laughs> and we finished Peace. it. I said, well, I can't record three hours. Here we are at 238. Bastards. <laughs> All right. Catch y'all later, man. Go get some rest. Bye, right, brother. We'll see y'all later. Yeah. See ya.